Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Now on 693 SENQ, Queensland's new home of sport. It's Mornings with Ben Davis. Oh, g'day. Welcome to Mullet Monday. If it wasn't already a good week to be a Queenslander, Cameron Smith plays around for the ages and becomes an Open champion at St Andrews for the 150th. I'm not sure if he'll ever sink in, mate, to be honest. Um, you know, to win an Open Championship, I think, is, is really cool. To do it here, I think, is, a really, is really another level. Um, this place is so special. Um, you know, I, I'd been here before um, and almost forgot how, how special it was and, and got back here this week with the fans. Um, and, I mean, the course is just perfect. Well, perhaps you can tell us how you're going to celebrate tonight with the Clara Jug. <laughs> I'm definitely going to find out how many beers fit in this thing, that's for sure. (laughs) Outstanding stuff. Brisbane's Cameron Smith, the boy from Montima. We'll find out before midday too how many beers do fit into the Claret Jug. Look, thanks for teeing it up with me this morning. He's going to have a hell of a story to tell, Cameron Smith, the first Aussie to win that Claret Jug since Greg Norman in 1993. He's the only player besides Jack Nicklaus to win the TPC, the Players' Championship, and the Open in the same year. Tiger Woods did hold both trophies, but he did it over two years. Jeez, it's good company to be, isn't it? Tiger and Jack, and now Cameron, Cameron Smith. The only play to birdie six holes on the back nine of a major two. It's a hell of a golfing story. Have you got one? I know you can't top that, but what's your best golfing story. The bigger, the better. The five-footer that turned into a 30-footer somewhere along the line around maybe Vic Park. Maybe it was a one-teamer. Maybe it was Pacific. Wherever you play in Queensland, I want to hear your best golfing story. If you've ever picked up a club and swung and hit a ball off the tee, you've got one. Maybe it's someone you played with. Maybe you've played at St Andrews or Pebble Beach. 13 13 55 0467 736 736 SENQ 693 AM. Love you to be part of Brisbane's biggest sporting conversation. You can also be part of Brisbane's biggest sports quiz. That's right. We have got $693 to give away. If you think you know your sport, time to put your money where your mouth is. All thanks to BCF. You can gear up for your next adventure at BCF. You can shop the range in store or online. We'll be doing that before midday today. In a moment, we'll be catching up with Cameron Smith's dad, Des. But after 9.30, Corey Parker will be here for the means test. Who better to run the rule over this weekend's NRL than a man who's played 347 games. He's won a premiership. He's been a Broncos captain of Maroon and the Kangaroo. Who will play Penrith in the grand final? There we go. We're calling it after round 18. Who will that be? We'll get Corey's take on that. Trevor Gilmeister too. After 11 o'clock, who's got the front running for the Kangaroos jersey after Origin last week? Queensland and Australia's Minister of Defence, Trevor Gilmeister. We'll get to your calls plus any breaking news. We are off and running this Monday morning. Mullet Monday here on SENQ 693am, Queensland's new home of sport. Live and local, we're on the air, we're online and we are on your phone. Speaking of on the phone right now, 
the proudest dad in the country. Des Smith, Cameron's father, good morning to you. Good morning, Ben. How are you? <laughs> Not as good as you. <laughs> Thank you. Have you had much sleep? I can't imagine you would have had any. No, I had a bit of sleep before he teed off, but none since then. All right. Have you spoken? It'd be pretty hard to get to sleep at the moment. Of course it would be. Of course it would be. Um, have you have you heard from him? Have you had a chance to talk, text, FaceTime? Yeah, we had a um, FaceTime just after he finished signing his scorecard and for a few minutes before he had to go and do all his media stuff. How did you hold up? I can't imagine there'd be too many dry eyes in your place. No, I, I didn't hold up very good at all. <laughs> Des, what did you say to him? Um, I just told him he, it was an amazing achievement and not, we're all proud of him. And then I probably couldn't get too many more words out other than that. What about him? What did he say? What did Cameron say? He said, don't start crying or else you're going to make me cry. But <laughs> You're not crying. I'm crying. Exactly. Now... Des, this is for any parent to see your child's dream realised. I, I, I can't even imagine what that must feel like. Oh, I think the only word to use would probably be um, proud um, of, of the um, not only the golfer but the person that he is and how hard he works and you know, he, he deserves every bit of it. Give us an idea, us mere mortals, of how hard and how much work has gone into it. From, from an early age where, you know, he was coming to golf courses with you, uh, all the practice, all the driving range sessions. G- give us a snapshot of a young Cameron. Um, he just loved, he just loves the game. And, you know, we used to play um, every afternoon after school, probably played six days a week, probably only didn't play on Sundays, but um, he just loves the game. <laughs> and one teamer as well, cutting his teeth, cutting his teeth there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, how how how's the club this morning? Have you been down there? Have you had a chance to to soak it up? I'm actually I'm actually here at the moment with a couple of the TV crews, but um, yeah, so they've been hanging around for a little bit, but <laughs> under under. Understandably, your 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 life has changed forever too. <laughs> yeah, well, it, you know, when your son's a major champion, it's it's very good to see see. Well, basically, to see him his dream come true was just amazing, and the fashion that he did it in was amazing as well. Des, I'm glad you mentioned the word fashion because if mullets weren't cool before this morning. They are now. <laughs> yeah, true. Where, where, does he, where does he get that from? And what does mum and dad think of the haircut? I don't mind the haircut. I don't mind it at all. It started out as a bit of fun for him during the COVID stuff. Yeah. When the um, rugby league guys were doing it, but um, he just sort of stuck with it. And I think now that he's been playing so good with it, it you couldn't possibly cut it off now. No, you couldn't. Not at all, Des. Not at all. I'm glad you touched on rugby league. I mean, he is a Broncos tragic. He, he loves state of origin. He, We know he was up and trying to work his practice around watching the game on Wednesday night. 
Yeah, yeah, no, he loves it. He he takes a lot of pride in being a Queenslander, doesn't he, and representing us on the world stage? He does, he does. Yeah, he, he really does love being a Queenslander. Des, I've got to ask you this, because he has mentioned in an interview this morning about Dad possibly coming over, but decided not to. Is that how it panned out? I know you dearly would have that, loved to have been there, but what happened? That, that's that's 100% true. <laughs> what happened, yeah. Des? I, I, I got itchy feet because of the, the amount of travel for the short amount of time over there. And I was at the Masters just a few months ago. And you know, when you do those short trips, long hours in the plane, sort of knock you around a bit. And I thought, oh, I'll just watch from home. <laughs> do I dare ask? Are you kicking yourself now? I'm kicking myself, yes. <laughs> I bet you won't miss another one. No, probably not. Have any idea when he plans to come home, Des? Because I know he hasn't been home for uh, a while. Yeah, he usually comes home in November for the um, Aussie the Aussie events that we play here at the end of the year. Mm. He spends a bit of time at home then. Um, so yeah, so he probably won't be back in Australia till November, late November maybe. He's going to have a pretty cool travelling companion with him, isn't he? He is, yeah. I bet the, the members up here are going to love to see that thing. <laughs> well, that's well. That's the question that has been asked, and he is going to try and find out how many beers actually or drinks fit into the claret jug. Are we any any of the wiser at uh, ten past nine on no. Monday morning? No, they would have found that out by now. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> hey, I might I might get a I might get told tomorrow. How do you plan to spend the rest of the day, Des? Um, I think I might have a few hours sleep, actually. <laughs> <laughs> when is that going to happen? Your phone wouldn't have stopped ringing. Yeah, no, it's been a bit hectic this morning. Um, yeah, so I think a few of um, the boys up here might have a few quiet ones this afternoon. Nothing too crazy. And um, get back into the norm t- tomorrow. I don't know if life will ever be normal again. When the last time you played him, Des, you and Cam went and had a round. Who, who won? Um, when was the last time I played? Uh, it was actually the week before the Masters. I stayed at his place for a week yeah. before the Masters we played. Yeah, he, um, I actually was lucky enough to play with Adam, Scott and Cam and one of my friends we had a game at um, Sawgrass where he practices. <laughs> and um, yeah, he he beats me quite comfortably. Yeah, well, what, what, but what, what do you play off? Does he give you? I mean, you, not everyone has to play off scratch, do they? No, he gives me six shots. But um, we were actually partners that day. Me and me and Cam were playing Adam and um, a, a, a good mate of um, ours. Oh, that is outstanding stuff. All right, well, I suppose he might have to give you a few more than six shots the next time you uh, tee it up with him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. How many have you been asking for? <laughs> I might ask for eight. Yeah. <laughs> Very generous of him if he gives it to you. Des, we will let you go. I, I can't even imagine what your world would be like now. Enjoy this. Soak it up. Sleep can come later. Okay, mate.
Thank you. There we go. Outstanding stuff. Des Smith, Cameron's dad. He's at Wontima Country Club right now. If you're wondering where Wontima is, if you're only new to town, it's over towards Eaton's Hill. It's on the way out there. So we're talking the north side of town. Right now, I can only imagine that place would be going off. But just what about Des's golfing story? Just quietly. Playing with his son, that's fair enough, Cameron. But uh, oh, I'll play with Adam as well and a friend of his. I want to hear your golfing stories today, your best golfing stories. They're a bit like fishing stories, aren't they? That 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 30 centimetre brim that you caught all of a sudden is a 300-pounder off a hand line. What is your best golfing story today? Put mayo on it. This is what we want to hear. Talk yourself up to if you've got a hole in one, if you've played at St Andrews, if you've if you've won a golf day, if you've played with someone at a golf day, it was like, oh, wow, really? Maybe you've played with Cameron Smith. Either or. The golfer or the footballer. I want to hear your best golfing story this morning. 13, 13, 55. You can send me a text 0467 736 736. We do have prizes to give away. Not only the $693 cash for our sporting quiz, but for your stories. Big part of... Queensland's biggest sporting conversation here on SENQ. 6.93am, Queensland's new home of sport. It's 13 minutes past nine. It's Mullet Monday, all thanks to Cameron Smith. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport. 693 SENQ. Yeah, thanks for your company. 18 minutes past nine. Corey Parker standing by. We'll do the Monday means test after 9.30. I wonder if Corey has actually caught up with Cameron Smith. As we just spoke to Dad Des, Cam is a Broncos tragic. I have seen him around the clubs and at club functions, but this was, oh, I'm talking probably five or six years ago. I wonder... If Corey Parker's caught up with him, maybe even had a game of golf with him. We'll find out after 9.30 this morning. Look, we are be focusing on the people's champ this morning, but I'd also like to get your Monday morning snap judgments after the weekend's round of footy. Are the Broncos and Lions the real deal? Let's throw the Cowboys in there as well. They lose, but still hold on to second spot. Um, the changes, Kevy Walters and Chris Fagan. Who do they leave out when the guns return? Is there life yet for Justin Holbrook after the weekend? Uh, will we get more EPL teams here in Brisbane? Were you part of that crowd? 40,000 plus yesterday at Suncorp where Caxton Street became Ellen Road and the Paddo turned into Villa Park. And should have Eddie Jones have jumped the fence to take on that fan after labelling him a traitor? 13 13 55. You can text me 0467 736 736. Uh, just on the Broncos over the weekend and that local derby with the Cowboys. A couple of big factors coming out of it for me. Uh, Adam Reynolds is worth every cent and then some for what the Broncos have paid. Without him, they do not win that game on the weekend. Uh, Kevin Walters, he was full of praise for his skipper. Definitely his game management, his kicking, just his calmness out there as well. You know, it's very, um, it's very influential over the rest of the playing group. Um, so yeah, th- these sort of games, it's a pleasure to have us, you know, have you in the team. And here, along a lot of effort around the team. There's always been the effort, but you just need that smarts about it as well. And I thought he took some good control there, in, you know, in the second half. 
Yeah, great control in the second half and became the eighth player to pass 2,000 career points. Uh, he's the only current one still playing, so those points will keep racking up. Adam said he's got a lot more in him as well, which is great news for Broncos fans. But he was very quick to deflect the focus off himself. And, and it's a current theme with our two hot-running teams in this town right now, the Broncos and the Lions. And it's to do with their depth. There are some major selection headaches that Kevy and Chris Fagan have coming into this weekend. When the guns return, so the Broncos without five of their origin stars, they won't have Selwyn Cobbo back this week for Parramatta. But who comes out of teams that are performing so well? And it's the same with the Lions. Their guns will return this Saturday for the Q Clash. You expect Zorko back. You expect Rich back. You expect Jared Berry back perhaps even Jackson Pryor, who comes out? Put your selectors or your coaching caps on. For me, the team, who misses out? Who stays in? 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. We've got some body science vouchers to give away. $100 vouchers too. Thank you very much. All thanks to body science. Fueling fit, happy Aussies for 23 years. 23 years they'd be going. How good is this? Uh, look, if you miss anything on the show too, you can grab a podcast, subscribe to SENQLD, uh, whether it's via iTunes or Spotify. You can hit us on the socials, Twitter and Insta. We're up there, SENQ. LD is where you'll find us there. The same on Facebook too, if that is your preferred method. I think Cameron Smith, we can actually drill back to Dad Des. He was unflappable, really, during that interview. <laughs> he he didn't get really excited. Maybe maybe he's just maybe he's just tired after a big night as well. But Cameron standing over those parts, unflappable. I think some of Dad's demeanour comes down from that too. All right, time for a sport update. Is there any other sport happening outside of Cameron Smith and the world of golf? Golf, Alyssa Smith, good morning to you. <laughs> good morning to you, Ben. Oh, wow, what a crazy morning we are waking up to this morning. Well, if some of us went to bed, that is. Yes, and that's look, right. And you know what? Sorry, Des yeah. sounded as if he hadn't been to bed <laughs> at all. You can imagine him staring at the screen. I think he needs about a week's sleep after what he would have gone through emotionally. I think we can all picture that face. FaceTime, he and Cameron, and it's like, I'm not crying, you're crying. Yes. No, don't say it, don't say it. Oh. Yeah. I love you, son. Do you think that would have come out? <laughs> special, special indeed. Oh, how amazing was that, though? The fifth Aussie to win the Claret Jug, mm. the third at St Andrews. Unbelievable. Uh, it was interesting. It was, you know, it was an amazing moment when he was announced that he had won the 150th Open. And with a score of 268, the winner of the gold medal... And the champion golfer of the year is Cameron Smith. But you know what? It was amazing when he was on the course after he had finished his round. His, uh, and he knew he'd won and they were interviewing him. This was his comment. It wasn't about his family or anything like that. This was his comment about the claret jug. Well, perhaps you can tell us how you're going to celebrate tonight with the claret jug. <laughs> I'm definitely going to find out how many beers fit in this thing, that's for sure. (laughs) Yes. You know, we we will be going to St Andrews throughout the morning Mm -hmm. and touching base with Aussies over there. Someone must know by now how many beers fit in the Claridge. When you look at it, look, it's not the biggest. No. It's it's not the biggest. It's not. mm. In the post-match press conference, Cam actually said that he's estimating that the Claridge jug can hold about two beers. 
So well, he also on. commented yeah. that from that, he reckons he'll have 20 claret jugs. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know we'll be able to get in contact with him for the next few days. And, and the beauty of it too, I touched on it with, with, with Des, that he gets to, for the next 12 months, he, get, yes. he actually gets to bring the claret jug with him and Amazing. he can go on world tours, but you'd think it'd have to be back here, back home. And one teamer and the members there, he did make mention to them, they will be sampling some mm. of those beers out of the claret jug. But in the UK, they have... Um, they have the, the, the funny-sized cans of beer, which I think hold 660 mil. So it's almost like a pint. They're right. the, the giant cans. So when we talk about cans of beer, is it the, the English beer mm. or is it an Aussie st- – actually, well, they wouldn't what have – I imagine – What do you reckon? Hmm. Yeah, I, I reckon two of those. I reckon two of those. Two? Yeah, so what's that? About a litre and a bit. Jeez, that's oh. a lot of beer. That's a lot of beer, isn't it? 25 past nine, we're talking about beer on a Monday morning. <laughs> and why not? Cameron Smith. Uh, your best golfing story. Are you a golfer, Alyssa? I would love to be. Mm. <laughs> we, all, we all would. My, I, and I always get this wrong. My hand-eye ball coordination is not too great. So I've been, you know, the driving range is mm-hmm. where you'll find me. Again, not not amazing. I'll give it a go. I'm very competitive. But I'm hopeless. Okay. Now that's, yeah, that, that sounds like sounds like most of us. Sounds like most of us. Your best golfing story today, 1, uh, 13, 13, 55, 04, 67, 736, 736. Corey Parker, as I said, standing by the Monday means test. Uh, it's the question I'll be putting to him. I'll put it to you too. Penrith in the grand final. Mm. Who will be playing them based on 18 rounds of football? Right now? Yeah. Cowboys. Cowboys. The Cowboys are on fire at the moment. Mm. Who would have thought they'd be sitting in third on the ladder? And such for a, such a young side as well. The Broncos, they've got a lot of young youngsters coming through. And we heard Adam Reynolds speak across the weekend saying how they've actually pulled them through this weekend. So they've got a lot of depth in their side. But, yeah, you think about Melbourne Storm. They've lost Cam Munster now. Pappenhausen went down on the weekend with mm. a broken kneecap. So you can't see the end, and they've lost several on the trot now. So you just think, mm, how's this going to turn out? So my bet would be Cowboys, well, Cowboys. Broncos. Well, well they, they are sitting in second. I know yeah. they lost on the weekend, which oh, was go. which was um, only their third loss yeah. loss uh, in Townsville uh, this year. But they still hold on to second spot to mm-hmm. the Sharks. The Sharks, they're, they're flying. They're on a rip two, five True. straight. And then Penrith. Well, Penrith unbeaten through the origin period. They rested their origin stars yesterday and were on fire for the Roy Simmons Cup. It's where Corey Parker was calling the game. We'll find out. Actually, I want to get some intel too from, from Cosa about what's going on at the Tigers. He, he was there yesterday when the Tigers played Penrith. The, the, Tim, the Tim Sheens, mm-hmm. Sheens Benji-Marshall arrangement. And, and Corey has been sitting in a studio with Benji Marshall of Fox Sports. So the chat that goes on during the ad breaks or behind the, you know, when games are on, he, he knows him more than anyone else, whether he'll actually be suited for this job and can turn the Tigers around. Uh, 13, 13, 55 is the digits you need. The SENQ 693 AM sports quiz coming up. How's your general knowledge, Alyssa, on sport? Not too bad. Not too bad. I've been across a lot of sport for quite a while now. So, but I don't know. I don't know how I would go with these questions because I know yours are fairly hard today. Well, if you were listening to Patton Heels this morning, which was Mark Braybrook and Brooke Hanson uh, filling in this week. Now, Mark's and Brooke's questions were, 
Well, the prize went off, $693. The whole idea behind this quiz, you've got to answer 10 questions straight. You do that, $693 comes your way. If you stumble along the way, well, for every question you get right, $6.93 will yes. be going into your account. But you also get $100 from VCF, $100 voucher from VCF as well. But if you can get all 10, and I've got to tell you, these questions will be a lot tougher than what Mark... <laughs> Mark, dished up this morning. <laughs> we'll be doing that before midday today. We'll get to your calls very shortly. In fact, if you've got questions for Corey, Corey Parker, former Broncos captain, a Maroon, a Kangaroo, a Premiership winner, nearly 350 NRL games. There's not much in the game he has not done. Uh, get on the line now. Those digits will clear the lines for you. 13, 13, 55. Corey, coming up next, we're 29 minutes past nine. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport. 693 SENQ. Damien's standing by on the open line. We'll get to him very, very shortly. Just the finishes for the Aussies at the British Open. Cameron Smith obviously won it, took it out by a shot at 20 under. Lucas Herbert, Adam Scott, Anthony Quayle at 10 under, all tied for 15th. Minwoo Lee, how good a future has this kid got in front of him? 21st, he tied at 9 under. And then Jason Scribner, Brad Kennedy rounded out for the Aussies, 4 under par. All right, is Damien there? Damo, good morning to you. Have you got a golfing story for me? Oh look, I, I rang up about the Broncos, but I do oh, okay. have yep. I do have a good story. Give me both. It's um, it is the hole in one. <laughs> Whereabouts? I used to play. Um, I used to play a couple of times a week up in Cairns at Half Moon Bay up um, Yorkie's Knob of all places. Interesting name, but um, <laughs> isn't that one of the great? Isn't that one of the great names? Isn't that one of the great names for location? Yorkie's Knob. To get a hole in one at Yorkie's Knob is even worse. There's so many. <laughs> But, There's so but many I places it's, we can it go is there. A bit of a family show, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep it clean. But yeah, it was um, it was it was probably one of my luckiest shots. I didn't hit it that clean, to be honest. But it went that straight. It, it must have bounced twenty times before it went in. But um, I was actually playing with a few guys, and one of them has had two hole in one. And he just he kept saying, "Oh, just be careful. Don't pull the ball out of the hole. Just shake the flag. Make sure it's." You know, totally beneath the hole. Otherwise, it doesn't count. So I was a bit. <laughs> I was walking up and I was, I was I was shaking to be honest because it's one of those one in a million shots. But I think the guys playing with me were more excited. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah, that says it. something. Hey, now, Damien, yeah. you, you you phoned in about the Broncos. What what's what are your thoughts? Oh, look, I had a look at the odds on the weekend, and yeah, Penrith at two dollars, and Broncos, I think, about twenty to one. And to be honest, I think the bookies have got it right because um. You know, even though we're, we're playing pretty well and we might finish, you know, about fifth on the ladder at the end of the year, there's just a couple of teams like um, the Cowboys and the Storm. If if we meet them in the finals, well, yeah, I, I don't think we'd, we'd be coming away with the win, to be honest. All right. That's a very good assumption there from Damien. He's, uh, could he be on the money? Let's find out. Hey, Damo, I've got a $100 voucher from Body Science for you. It's all thanks to Body Science, fueling fit and happy Aussies for 23 years. You too could take one of those home. Uh, the open line, 13, 13, 55. Corey Parker is in the studio right now for the Monday's mean test. All thanks to Franklin's. If you've got a question for Corey, uh, shoot those digits into your phone. Give us a call. 
call now. Corey, very good morning to you. Welcome to SENQ. Welcome to the family. Thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, very excited to be on board. Cameron Smith, he is a mad Broncos fan. Have you come across him in your travels? I have. What a day to be a Queenslander or a Cameron Smith. I mean, Cameron Smith obviously just won the Open and Cameron Smith, uh, the football player, had a stadium named after him down there in Melbourne over the weekend. So uh, it's a good day to be a Cameron Smith. But yeah, early days, early days with Cam Smith, uh, the golfer, Mm. uh, big Broncos fan, and uh, he popped into the club there early days. But um, to be fair, I mean, hasn't he excelled over the last few years? His putting is, I mean, you drive for show and you putt for dough, and that's why he's taking home the winner's <laughs> check. Talk, talk us through that that mindset of a professional athlete. I mean, there's there's putts in golf, but there's, there's goal kicking in, in rugby league, and you were one of the best standing over a kick. Well, I mean, like any professional sport, you need to do the reps. You need to be able to do the practice. But for somebody like a Cam Smith in that situation, he comes across as a real laid-back customer. And hearing his dad interview as well, I mean, he can see where he gets it from. But that's got to play a little part also. I mean, but the repetitions that he's able to do whilst training certainly uh, would help in that regard, yeah. and, you know, in the swing and, and the routine, et cetera. But how do, you can't prepare. You cannot prepare for what we saw on the on the last round from, from Cam Smith in, in regards to where he started in the last day to where he finished was, mm. was incredible. And some of those parts that we that we saw um, were extraordinary. And, and needed to bring it home on, on the final hole as well because the other Cameron, he's playing partner Cameron, was coming home as well. That's the physical side you spoke about, the repetition mm. and getting that muscle memory. What about the head? How do you, how do you shut the noise out? And it, it, it might be deathly quiet on a golf course, but how do, how do you do? Well, do you he's just... rolling a... A moustache and a mullet. So I'm thinking that the head noise is okay. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. yeah. Um, He's very comfortable you know, in his own going to the open on the last day, chasing yeah. down somebody in front of you, and you've got to mow and a mullet. And, uh, yeah. But, no, seriously, it, it's an incredible feat for such a young guy. I mean, particularly being Australian and, and Queenslander. Hasn't been done for a long period of time. Uh, but mentally, there would have been a bit of noise. But more noise, I suppose, for the person he was chasing because they watched – was he – a few behind and he just chased and chased mm. and put a lot of pressure on. So the head noise for somebody in front. Um, like a Rory and, yeah. a, and a Victor. But Rory, yeah, definitely, with um, who, who who fell by one yeah. shot. Corey, you're here obviously to do the Monday means test. NRL, we're running the rule over uh, the weekend's round. After round 18, the big question to you, and this is our headline act yeah. today, and welcome anyone's opinion on this too, 13-13-55. Penrith? Who will they play in the grand final? Being very presumptuous that the Panthers are going to get oh, there, well, but who will they play in I the I mean, the Panthers are, are outstanding. I mean, it's daylight second at the moment. Mm. They've lost one game all year. Now, before a ball was kicked at the start of the year, I did say that Penrith would play Parramatta. I stand by that. Um, as it stands right now, Parramatta, the only team to beat Penrith at Penrith. They also beat Melbourne in Melbourne. Um, so uh, Parramatta... Their biggest challenge is going to be finishing in the top four. If they don't finish in the top four, I don't give them a shot at playing in a grand final. Now, they've still got some um, work to do in that regard. They play the Broncos uh, on Thursday night, which would be a bit of a belter because they're both on 24 points. So Exactly, and they're, they only have, behind, they're only out of the four on four and against. That's right. So they have the opportunity to go up into the four off that. Um, the Sharks and Cowboys play. So somebody's going to be a loser out of that. So there's still a lot to be uh, unpacked for this season. But, yeah, I, I 
I think the Parramatta Eels, just based on their style of football. Now, when I say style of football, they play a real direct, aggressive style. Uh, they've got some big outside backs. They've got some real skill. Reed Marnie, obviously Mitch Moses is in sublime touch. And I think you need those areas. But more importantly, on the edges, they got uh, Papali'i and, and also Sean Lane, who are in career best form. And you need some really good strike in some really key areas for mine to, to win comps. I mean, you look at last year when Penrith won the comp, uh, Isaiah Yo, you know, the story goes on, mm. Billy Army Kickow and, and so on. So um, I, I enjoy what I've seen at different stages from the Parramatta Eels. They just need to finish inside the top four. And if they do, I've got no doubt that a few teams will be looking over their shoulder. I have a rule of thumb, and it was part of my first show here on SENQ, that to win a premiership, you need a couple of key ingredients. One, you need an international front rower. Yep. Uh, they've got Regan Campbell-Gillard, so he's played for Australia, Parramatta. So they tick that box. And, and Junior Borlo. There we go. So tick, tick, tick. Your spine, you need three of the four mm-hmm. to be rep players. Yep. I agree. Are they ticking they've, those they've boxes? they those boxes. Oh, I mean, Reed Marnie hasn't, but Gutho, um, Moses... And also Dylan Brown. Yeah. Kiwi. Five eight for the Kiwi. Yes. Uh the other the other part. See, I'm writing this all down because they have the dark horse. I, I Parramatta has not even been on my radar. Yeah, the, the other but... thing the other thing that you need, I feel, is you need some good depth. You need depth that can carry a few positions and they've got that. They've got some back rowers that can play in the uh, in the centres and et cetera. Uh, a couple of young superstars in Penasini. Uh Mike Acevo's just come mm. back from from injury. So um, it's been a long time, a long time between drinks for the Parramatta Eels. Uh, and, and look, it, they've got a hell of a mountain to climb at the moment. As I said, I think it's Penrith's to lose, to be fair. But, but, um, there's still a long way to go. And, and barring injuries, of course. I mean, if you take Nathan Cleary out of the Panthers' side, they're a completely different outfit. All right, he's opened up the shoulders in his first Monday means test. Corey Parker, he said it's Parramatta to play Penrith in the grand final after 18 rounds. Do you agree? 13, 13, 55, 04, 67, 736, 736. You are on SENQ, 693 AM Queensland's new home of sport. We're 20 away from 10. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport, 693 SENQ. Yeah, quarter to 10 on this Mullet Monday, thanks to Cameron Smith winning the British Open. Your best golfing stories, 13 13 55. Uh, we are halfway through the Monday means test. Thanks to Franklin's Transform Your Home with Franklin's famous anniversary style. Corey Parker uh, is here. Corey, we are hearing some golfing stories come through on our text machine, but also on the phone. Tony is out at Eight Mile Plains. Tony, good morning. Happy Mallet Monday. G'day, mate. How are you? Very well. Have you got a good golfing story with some mayo on it? Um, yeah. I, I was playing, I worked for a multinational about 10 years ago, played in the BMD Pro-Am down at Whittam. Oh, yes. Course. Yep. Famous, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and we, uh, I think they still play. They, uh, we had a, a few cans before we, because uh, we just mugged. As you uh, do. We had a few cans before we teed off and, and uh, it was about an eight o'clock tee-off. <laughs> and we had Steve Hawkins announced, just, announced us to the tee and I was second up in our group. I didn't know the pro we were playing with, but he'd introduced us. I can't even remember his name. But um, I'm to set a bit of a scene, I'm about John Daly's 
sort of frame. <laughs> and uh, cigarette in hand. And I and I've absolutely launched into the tee off the first, and it's gone gun barrel straight for about the first fifty yards. Yeah. And then my usual slice kicked in. <laughs> it uh, came straight back with some interest off a gum tree that lines the first and hit the pro in the kneecap and cracked his kneecap. Oh, he no. Made a shot. Oh, no. So, so the ambulance turned up and took him away and he was cursing <laughs> and swearing at me. And uh, we continued on the cans and played our round. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's a fair story. But, yeah. Tony, but, have, yeah, you, have you been invited back? Uh, that was my last pro am. <laughs> um, NGA, never the tour again. Who, no, no. Yeah, I, the boys don't miss me every time they we talk about golf. So, yeah. It was, uh, it was a cracking day, though. Oh, I'm sure it was. Cracking in more ways than one. Tony, good, good on you, mate. Thank, thank, thank you for the call. Uh, a $100 Body Science voucher coming your way to all thanks to Body Science, fueling fit, happy, healthy Aussies for 23 years, whether you're the size of John Daly or Corey Parker. It doesn't really matter there. All right, the Monday means test, Corey. The Broncos and the Titans. Let, let's start there. The local derby. The Broncos got the job done. Yeah. Missing five of their origin stars. Yeah, they did, and, and for the Broncos, it was a huge game. And I think the fact that they won the week before, missing their origin stars against the Dragons, gave Kevy and the coaching staff the ability to rest, uh, the, you know, the players through that period. Because towards this back end of the season, they need to be ready to go because yeah. they have a real opportunity from where they first started to where they are right now. Now the game against the Gold Coast. At different stages throughout the year, you will win games really well. You'll look slick and, you know, you put on a really good score. But at the end of the day, you, you only get two points. Some games you need to learn to win gritty. Some games you just win ugly. And for the Broncos, they had a lot of stars out, but they won ugly. But it's a win. Mm. So that's a huge plus for Kevy and the boys. Now, they had 57, 57 missed tackles, the Broncos, the other night, which... No, no really? Yeah, 57. So normally that means you don't win you're, a game you're getting spanked. Yeah. But what the Broncos have managed to do this year is have the ability to turn up and, and work for your mate. And, and, and that's what they did. They did it time and time again at different stages because the Titans were desperate. They've only won three games all year. They were, they were desperate for a win mm. at home under enormous amounts of pressure. And the Broncos just kept repelling them off their own line, turning up for their mate. And off the back of that, they come up with a really gritty win. At the end of the year, it's it's so important, those two points. So um, to put into context, I mean, the origin the other night, I haven't seen an origin as good. Mm. Queensland missed 58 tackles. New South Wales missed 45 tackles. Now, to miss 58 tackles yeah. just gives you some indication of that spirit of turning up for your mate and really you know wanting to... To, to repel the defensive line. That's what the Broncos did. And it wasn't pretty by no means, but it's still two points. That's why we have Corey Parker in here on a Monday now, because normally when you look at wins like that, yeah. you, you, the missed tackles, you, you don't even look at them because you're not looking for the downside or you're not looking for what is problematic because it's a win and you just go well that's right but I mean when you're sitting there watching and you're seeing a lot of sort of players fall off but then his teammate comes across and cleans one up which is a great sign a great sign of attitude for the group uh, particularly when you're missing so many stars and experience mm. um, and, and it's a massive um, pat on the back for the Broncos and Kevin his coaching staff that they're able to do that and the confidence that those young guys would get 
off winning games like they have the last two weeks is enormous. The Titans. Mm. They were brave, but they were beaten. The, the the performance they put in and they, and they they were they were leading for the best part of an hour or they or the Broncos didn't hit the front until about the sixty five yeah. minute mark does is that enough for Justin Holbrook to to stick around Benny I think it's enough uh, the way it looks at the moment from my opinion uh, at the Gold Coast Titans is they have Holbrook as the coach and and they're very clear in regards to that they're starting to move some people on around him Jim Dimmick uh, was told he can move on. Mm. Uh, Last week, um, their strength and conditioner was in the same. So they're starting to move the deck chairs around Holbrook, which suggests to me that they're going to bolster up the stocks in and around him to make him better. Um, they've got Kieran Foran coming next year. They've got seven weeks remaining this year in regards to try and put some stepping stones in place to give them some sort of springboard into next year. Now, there's no doubt that, that they've changed a few of the personnel. Um, they in some key positions. They've got um, Jaden Campbell coming back from injury. He's a, he's all he can play as fullback. Yes, he's an electric fullback, but then that takes AJ Brimson out of that role. Mm. Um, so a little concern, little concern for the, for the Titans, but they need to get their, they need to get their uh, A into G so they can get something, um, you know, positive before next year. Yeah, I was impressed with uh, Aaron Booth, who was playing his second NRL game. He came out of Melbourne. He was the hooker, and Aaron Clark playing at lock. He he, he had a he well. Had I a thought Aaron Clark back, going yeah. into the lock role, particularly what we're starting to see with all those thirteens, yeah. is he actually played really well, mm. and he created a, a you know a bit of a bit of spark. Um, there's no two ways about it. They need to find a nine. Uh, they've got some salary cap issues in in around some of the players that they've been p- paying. Um, what that looks like next year, we'll wait and see. Corey Parker with us on the Monday Means Test, all thanks to Franklin's. You can transform your home with Franklin's famous anniversary sale. He'll be kicking along after 10 o'clock if you have any calls, any thoughts, any questions for Corey. 13 13 55, you're at SENQ 693M, Queensland's new home of sport. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55. Or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport, 693 SENQ. Yes, and what a day to be a Queenslander. Cameron Smith, the toast of the sporting world, taking out the Open Championship at St Andrews, the home of golf. That is coming off the back of an origin win last Wednesday, as if it wasn't already a good time to be a Queenslander. We've got the mullet man himself on Mullet Monday, rocking things through all over the globe. We'll take you to St Andrews after 10 o'clock news. Corey Parker is here with the Monday means test too. We'll continue on that. What it means now for the Broncos, where will Kevy go as far as selection? That's the big thing. He's got a headache now because he's got five origin stars. Well, four at least because Selwyn Cobbo can't play until the Tigers the week after. But they've got Parramatta on Thursday night. What does this mean for Brisbane? Where does Kevy go? Plus more of your calls, 13, 13, 55. I want to hear your best golf story. Cameron Smith's got a pretty good one. What's yours? Oh, and we've got to give away $693 as well. Queensland's biggest sporting quiz. You think you know your sport? Time to put your money where your mouth is if you can answer 10 questions straight. $693 going into the skyrocket. 10 o'clock here on SENQ 693 AM, Queensland's new home of sport.
Now on 693 SENQ, Queensland's new home of sport. It's Mornings with Ben Davis. Ten minutes, ten minutes past four. No, that's what it was this morning when Cameron Smith won the British Open. It is four minutes past ten on Mullet Monday. That's right. We are celebrating Cameron Smith winning the 150th Open Championship at St Andrews. I'll be taking you to the home of golf in this next half hour. There is $693 on the table as well for Queensland's biggest sports quiz, the digits you need, 131355-0467-736-736. If you'd like to join in the conversation, it is the Monday Means Test. All thanks to Franklin's Transform Your Home with Franklin's famous anniversary sale. Corey Parker is here to run the rule over the Monday Means Test after the weekend's footy round 18. Corey has already said that it's Parramatta in his eyes that'll be playing Penrith in the grand final. And that's who the Broncos take on this Thursday night. Now, Corey, right now, mm. Kevy has the boys across the border. They're yeah. at Kingscliff. Yep. They're having a, a mini camp. In fact, they went there on uh, Friday coming into Saturday's game. They based themselves at Kingscliff, just caught the bus up to Rabina to play Saturday night and have gone back there. A, a, a mini camp at this time of the year, what's that do? Yeah, there's been a lot of disruption over the last six weeks. You've got to obviously, you know, get that origin campaign and that series and the Broncos, um, you know, they gave up six players, Payne Haas being, you know, with New South Wales and, and, and some Queenslanders. And what that does do is it disrupts the general flow from, you know, week to week going into round, I think it was round 10 or 11 it was, before they went into the origin period. Now's a really good time to reset, refocus, um, put some goals in place in regards to what the back half of the season looks like. And it's really important because the Broncos have done an extremely good job to put themselves in a position now where they can really have a, a good hard look mm. at the run home. Um, you mentioned about Parramatta. They're in the same boat. So they play Parramatta on Thursday night and they'll get a real good indication of where they're at uh, because now's the time. There's there's no more disruptions, no more rep rounds, no more origin. Now's the time you start to make your move. You hear about people talk about, um, you know, making their run or, or, or getting momentum. And we saw South do it last year, probably around this similar time and ended up going into a grand final. Uh, so it's a really good opportunity for the boys to reset, get a bit of time together, uh, before they sort of look ahead. So I think it's a great move. And it's a fair run home too for, for Brisbane Parramatta this week. So yeah. it's 5v6 on the ladder on the same points. It's just four and against that separates them. Uh, Tigers, Roosters, Newcastle, and then Melbourne who were beaten up. And then they've yeah. got to play Parramatta again. So it's a, it, it's it's not the toughest to run homes, I've got to say. Yeah, so if you look at those, you know, that run home, as you mentioned, you probably bank and you do this as a, as a playing group. You go, well, we should win this, 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 and this mm. if we're fair dinkum. And, and that's how you, you sort of look at it. And these ones may be 50-50. So I expect them to win out of those at least three, possibly four. And if that's the case... Um, puts them in a really good position. So uh, the fact that they're playing Parramatta twice uh, this this week and obviously it, it, I think around 26 um, will probably depend on where they finish and who finishes in the top four because it, you know, it's a bit of a lock there at the moment. A lot of teams locked in and around that spot. It is Thursday night, 40, the Broncos and Parramatta. It's a short turnaround after Saturday, and that's why Kevy has, yeah. again, he, he's got today off. They, they will train uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, then play Thursday. Uh, while he's sitting by the pool sipping daiquiris <laughs> or pina coladas, he, he's got a fair decision to make about who comes back. I mean, your, your origin players, 
Payne Haas, does he give him another week off? We know Selwyn Cobbo's not going to be back, mm. but, there, but there's you know, Paddy Caron to come back. We've got um, Katewell. Uh, Katewell. Corey and Oates. Oates. Exactly. So you've got a, a middle forward and an edge forward. Now, yeah. I'm looking at the players that are there now. Who do you keep? Who do you... It's a really good question, yeah. and, and this is why through this period of time, um, play, uh, clubs rely heavily on their depth and, and some of their players. Um, for me, um, I'm led to believe that Payne Haas probably will play. He's had you know some two to three mm. weeks off, which is what he needed. Um, Cobbo will obviously sit out because of the, the head knock. Uh, and then you look at the players, that, who do they leave out? I mean, Ryan James, I don't expect probably to come back into that fold. Um, Reese Kennedy, I'm not sure. Um, Tyson Gamble, whilst can fulfil a role in the halves, do the Broncos need that on the bench? Not sure. Uh, Zach Hosking. Now, How Zach, good is he? Spare a thought for Zach Hosking. Three weeks ago, he was swinging off a hammer, having smoke with his mates. Fast forward to where he is now. He's won two games as a Brisbane Bronco. We crossed the line the other night to have it taken away from him. He is a footballer. He is just that... Footballer that you sort of just, you know what you're going to get every time. Mm. Um, he, he plays the game very simple. He, he plays the game very fair and hard. I, I like what I've seen from Zach Hosking. So I'd be looking to find a spot somewhere for him based on just his ability to play. And, Corey, when you've got some superstars, when you've got origin players yeah. coming back, you do need those honest toilers, don't you? You need, you need the, the, the blokes who will just put their head down and go. Well, I spoke about before about desperation, the ability to turn up for your mate. He's one of those. He epitomises that. And we've seen that in his opening two games. You can't just fabricate that. That's part of his DNA. So I'd be, I'd be looking at probably a Zach Hosking on the bench there. He can fill a, a, a different range of positions. But it's going to be a headache. I mean, Tessie New, Tamari Martin, does he come back? I thought Tessie New's been terrific over the last few weeks in the fullback role. But if Tamare Martin is available, does he come back into the team? So, uh, look, there's some headaches that Kevy's had over the last couple of years. This is not a bad one. What if we go up north, up the Bruce Highway, all the way up to Townsville? Todd yes. Payton, geez, he is sitting pretty. He can lose, which they did, and it was a rare loss yeah. in Townsville for them, and yet they're still sitting in second spot. Yeah, they're a terrific team, aren't they? I mean, a little bit like the Broncos. They finished 13th, 14th last year uh, and, and one of the worst defensive teams in the competition to now being the second best after 19 rounds. It's incredible. Uh, and you mentioned about your remedy or your recipe, rather, for uh, a premiership-winning side. They've got those. You know, they've got some really good experience. They've got some terrific young kids. Uh, and, they, and they just have that ability to turn up for each other. Um, once again, you cannot fabricate... Uh, that desire and attitude to turn up for your mate week in and week out after such a long period of time where we are in the season. So a lot will depend. A lot will depend on injuries going into uh, the remainder of this season into the semifinals. Me, Chad Townsend and Adam Reynolds have both been clearly the difference, clearly the difference for their two teams. Mm. And on the back of that, uh, the teams have been able to uh, enjoy plenty of success. All right. They take on the Tigers this week, a mm. team that you were watching up close in personal yeah. yesterday down in Parramatta. We need to touch on this because what's going on with the coaching setup is probably the biggest chat south <laughs> of the border in rugby league. Tim Sheens is going to be the coach. Yeah. He brings on your colleague from Fox Sports, Benji Marshall, yep. to groom him two-year apprenticeship, hand the reins over. It's the game that just keeps on giving rugby league, and the Tigers continually do that. I mean, Tim Sheens at the moment is head of football. He's overseeing everything there as it stands. A decision was made last week. Tim Sheens will be the head coach for the next two years, 
And then after that, Billy, uh, Billy Slater, Benji Marshall, mm. rather, will be the head coach for three years post. Robbie Farah is also involved in that. He's got a three-year deal. And Dave Ferner, I'm led to believe, will be the other coach that will be appointed for an assistant. Someone who's been there and done that, Dave Someone, Ferner. Someone so who's actually, been there, yeah. done that as head coach role. Now, as it stands right now, the, the Tigers, um, there's been a bit of a, a to and fro in regards to who they want to play at six. There's been some individuals come out publicly and say, I'm the best six, you're not, etc., which yeah. shows a little bit of unrest. On the weekend, Hastings went to 13, Dewey was six, and, and Brooks was seven. They looked all right, didn't it, they? It, it was okay. It was yeah. okay. But I'm hearing that uh, Tim Sheen's, won't start implementing change until he takes over. Well, I just scratch my head at that, and I do not believe a word of it. There are seven weeks remaining in this competition. Tim Sheens is going to be the head coach next year. Brett Kamali, who is currently the interim coach at the moment and has done pathways at the Tigers, is not part of their plans next year. So there's a couple of ways you can look at this. Brett Kamali's got a seven-week job interview for anyone who wants him. Yep. Or he can kick cans around. Um, Tim Sheens has seven weeks to put some things in place, some momentum to get a head start. To get for a next head year. start for next year. Yeah. So that's what I expect to happen. That's not what the what we're hearing, but you'd be mad, absolutely mad, if you didn't go down that path. All right, Benji Marshall, a, a man you know well. You've played against yeah. him. You've you, you've sit in a Fox studio with him. Have done this year. I'm sure there's chat to go on behind the scenes when we're not seeing mm. in the green room. I, I want to play you a little bit of Benji from yeah. the weekend. When when he was asked about, well, hang on, mate, you don't really have any coaching experience. Me not having any coaching experience? The last five years of my career, I, I felt like I did more coaching than playing. Now, that doesn't resonate to what an assistant coach does, but I, I've seen the ins and outs. I, I know how to plan an attacking structure. I know what it takes to be successful in attack, and that's what my job's going to be. Corey Parker, a few questions here. You've been in that role as an yeah. assistant coach. You, you know the the, the 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 massive difference between yeah. being an assistant and being the boss. Also, does Benji have it in him? Well, time will tell. I mean, everything Benji's saying at the moment is 100% right. And when you're a player and you're a, a half or an experienced player towards the back end of your career, you do do a lot of coaching. It's completely different, however, because you still have the ability to have control out there on the field. When you're an assistant coach or you're a head coach, you have no control in regards to what's happening on the field at that point in time other than the preparation. Now, Benji's got great temperament. He's got great knowledge of the game. His work ethic in regards to being a player couldn't be questioned. But assistant coach going to head coach is completely different. I, I had a, an assistant role at Brisbane, not a full-time assistant, just a, a part-time assistant, I guess. Uh, and it was – there's a lot that goes into it, from preparation to cutting up clips to delivery of the team to, to, to you know, working out with individuals the best sort of process here and there, et cetera. Um, Benji's going to find that out real quick. I mean, Tim Sheen's a 72, I think, when he takes over as head coach. You've got mm. to assume, and I'm only assuming that Tim Sheen's at 72, his work ethic is not going to be the same as it was at 42. It's just not. So that then puts a bit of pressure on Benji and Robbie and also Dave Ferner. I know there's plenty of long-suffering Tigers mm. fans, 13, 13, 55. Have they got this one right? Have they got the experienced master to lead it in with an apprentice, or, someone like Benji Marshall? Or, or or have they 
just put the the three individuals that everyone wants to see yeah. to appease the general public. I'm not sure. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736, which is 0467, S-E-N, S-E-N. If you haven't figured that out yet, stick that in your phone. You can text, uh, call in. I'd love to have a chat. So with Corey Parker, the Monday means test. Corey, you, 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 you've sat with Benji. You've got to know him. Uh, you know his temperament. Yeah. As far as taking this on. Well, I, I, the next two years for Benji is critical. Critical for when he goes into that head coach role. Now, there's a lot of what-ifs. You know, what if they don't improve at all in the next two years? What does that then look like? Um, I've got to back Benji in regards to everything he said or done and, and having spent a lot of time with him. Um, you know, I've got no doubt he'll want to do his best in, in doing that. They need some player personnel change. There's a lot of things that go into that. How does that look? Um, you know, I think with... Tim Sheen's there, Benji Marshall, Robbie Farrar. Does that then, is that appealing for everyone else? So much unknown at the moment in regards to that. It's all opinion-based. But I just know from being a part of coaching, it's a completely different beast. I mean, we've seen, what, three, four coaches sacked already this year. Um, So we'll wait and see. Wait and see indeed. Corey, an absolute pleasure. Corey Parker off and running the Monday means test. It was his first. He'll be back next week here at SENQ, 693 AM Queensland's new home of sport. He has said Parramatta will be playing Penrith in the grand finals. So, yeah, we're going to mark down that time and date after round 18. We'll do it next weekend, round 19. We'll see what the means test holds. It's all thanks to Franklin's hurry Franklin's anniversary sale is on Corey I know you'll love that you can save 33% thank you very much off all outdoor blinds and more 17 and a half past 10 on Monday morning mullet Monday here on SENQ as we celebrate Cameron Smith's win at St Andrews in the open we'll take you to the home of golf very shortly this is mornings with Ben Davis Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport, 693 SENQ. Yes, we'll be heading to the home of golf very, very shortly. 13 13 55 is the number that you need to be part of the biggest conversation. Also, get that number ready when I give you that cue to call because... Not just yet, not just yet, but we do have $693 potentially to give away to you if you know your sporting trivia. It is Queensland's biggest sports quiz. $6.93 you get for every answer you, or every question you answer correctly. If you get all 10, $693 will be jumping into your skyrocket, all thanks to BCF. We'll be doing that before midday today. Right now, let's get a sport update from Alyssa Smith. Alyssa, good morning to you again. You've, you've come down from the Cameron Smith <laughs> and the, the Mullet Monday hype. Oh, you know what? I think, you know, you see so many young kids with mullets these days in schools <laughs> and, and, th- and alike, but I think that the mullet trend is here to stay. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, not You've at got my some yourself. Yeah, exactly. And no, 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 no. It, it, it takes... It takes a special person to, I guess, wear a mullet and wear mm. it well. Some of them, majority of them, most of them, shockers. <laughs> but Cameron Smith, he can wear it for all. He just never cut that. He, yes. Yeah, he owns it. He wears it, as, as Corey Parker said, <laughs> what, about 45 minutes ago. I don't think he struggles with confidence no. rocking that mo. <laughs> 
<laughs> it might and, be his good luck charm. And a mullet, indeed. Absolutely. Right. What have you got for us? Okay, well, I was thinking earlier, you know, we've almost had a, a trifecta, but we've had a quaddy here in, in Brisbane. Mm. You think about the past week, we've had State of Origin at Suncorp, yep. we had the Broncos win. Uh, also at Suncorp, we had Brizzy Lions, they got a win as well over the Giants, and then Aston Villa took on... Uh, Leeds United, and wow, wasn't that crazy? That was huge. 40,000 plus at mm. Suncorp yesterday afternoon. Actually, it, it, if you were there, what was it like? It, it was almost like Caxton Street had, had turned into Ellen Road because I know the Caxton Street end of Milton or at least Suncorp, that was, well, that was the Leeds end. Yes. And Aston Villa set up camp at the Paddo, so there'd be no sort of clashes, and they'd all walk down and meet together. So it was like Villa Park and and Ellen Road had all come together yeah. on Caxton Street. And they were so loud, weren't they? Oh, the singing, the mm. noises, they were unbelievable. And that, it, was, it, was, it was a good game. Too. Yes, absolutely. It was so loud that after the game, uh, Villa manager Stephen Gerrard spoke and he found it hard to even hear the questions. You're going to have to speak louder because I can't hear you. Um, listen, we can't hear you because our supporters have been fantastic today. I must mention that first and foremost. We've got the win, we've got the clean sheets. I was really happy with a lot of the first half. You know, our organisation, our shape was good. We looked really dangerous on the transition. Uh, so a lot of positive things. Second half, it was a bit scrappy. We could have kept on the ball a little bit longer and showed a bit more style. Having said that, we defended extremely well. I think we give one or two chances away, but Robin's been big for us. Um, new signings, positive, and we're healthy and we've come through the game. So, yeah, we move on, and uh, I'm sure we'll take a lot from the game. So Stephen Gerrard speaking mm. there. He is one happy manager, that is for sure. And you can hear all the chanting in the background as well, all the singing. I know. It's one of the beauties of, of that sport. Even if you're not into soccer or, or football, just being in that atmosphere mm. is absolutely sensational. I, I've had the privilege of going to an English Premier League game. Mind you, it was back in 1998, so I'm showing my age here. <laughs> but it was a White Hart Lane. It was Tottenham and Newcastle. Had 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 no allegiance to any, but it was still one of the the more spine-tingling events that I've been to where I was just giving it to Harry Shearer from Newcastle. Tottenham fans was fan, fantastic stuff. If you were at Suncorp Stadium yesterday, what was it like? And do you think we will see more EPL games come out here after that experience with Leeds and Aston Villa? 13-13-55-0467-736-736, which is 0467-SEN-SEN if you haven't worked it out. What a treat it is, though, to have the EPL teams in Australia as well. I remember watching Liverpool down at Adelaide Oval probably about eight years ago, and it was electric. Mm. Adelaide Oval felt like a cauldron. It was so loud. Everyone was standing up with their with their with waving their, uh, their scarves around, and it was so loud. It was an, a moment, a sporting moment, and again, like I, I d- didn't follow Liverpool – it was a moment that I'll never forget. Now, listen, I know you've been busy over the last hour and a half trying to track someone down in or at the home of golf, St Andrews, and I yes. believe you've done that. We'll get to them after after the 10.30 news update and take you to Cameron Smith's after party. <laughs> um, have we figured out yet or have we found out yet how many <laughs> beers can fit into the claret jug or is that, or is that coming? I am sure they have worked that out by now, but Cameron <laughs> Smith did say that he reckons two beers can fit into the claret jug and that he would have about 20 claret jugs. Not beers, <laughs> 20 claret jugs. So that's about 40 beers, if my math is correct. So uh, he would be well and truly on his way in celebrations. And we did track down the PGA Tour 
a tournament manager as well. Outstanding. All in right. Nick Dusty. He will be speaking very soon here on SENQ. That's if he answers his phone. That's if he can mm. hear it as well. Yes. Uh, look, there's some breaking news coming in from uh, Australian cricket. The, they've named a squad uh, for one day as to play Zimbabwe uh, and New Zealand. Now, Pat Cummins is going to sit out. This is the ones that's being played uh, in far north Queensland uh, later this year, August, September. That's when it's going to be. Uh, Pat Cummins is going to be rested for the six matches. It's going to be... What, there's three in Townsville, three in Cairns, so three against Zimbabwe, three against uh, New Zealand. Travis Head is also uh, not part of it because he'll be on daddy duty. So that's right, his his partner is going to uh, give birth to their first child. So Adam Zamper will return from the birth of his child. (laughs) So one out, one in. All right, so that squad is Aaron Finch captain, Sean Abbott, Ashton Agar, Alex Carey, Cameron Green, Josh Hazelwood, Marnus Labuschagne, thank you very much, Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Marcus Stoinis, David Warner, Adam Zampa. You know what? If you name Mitchell, you're a fair chance of being playing cricket for Australia. <laughs> I think that what uh, is, that is telling us. It's 29 and a half minutes past 10 here on Queensland's new home of sport, SENQ, 6.93 a.m. We're getting a news update. Head to St Andrews straight after this. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport, 693 SENQ. Uh, the NRL charges have just dropped from yesterday's game. Jordan Rapana just didn't he have a day out for the Raiders against Melbourne? And I say that tongue-in-cheek, that battle with Steve Marin that he had, uh, well, it's cost him a fair bit. Uh, there was a shoulder charge right on half time. He's been uh, hit with a $3,000 fine for that. But then, again, he's gone a, hair, a, a high careless tackle. That's what the incident of the charge has been. That was uh, just on the hour mark again on Steve Marin. An early plea, two matches. So Raiders look like they will be without Jordan Rapinar for uh, the next couple of weeks, and he'll be a little lighter in the pocket. You can fill your pockets before midday today, SENQ. That's right. It is Queensland's largest sports quiz, all thanks to BCF. You can shop uh, our range in store online today. All you need to do is answer 10 questions, the 10 questions that I have in my hot little hand. I'm not going to get to them just yet, though. But when I give you that cue to call, that could be coming your way. All right, the party is raging at St Andrews. Can you imagine what would be happening right now at the home of golf? (laughs) Cam Smith and the Aussie contingent. And there's a fair few over there too. I'm sure they'll all be getting in there and partying. But Nick Dasty is the PGA tournament director. He's been following Cam around for the last couple of days. He is part of that Aussie contingent. And we have him on the line Nick, good morning to you. The the scenes over there, the time over there, what a weekend or what a day, what a time to be an Aussie in St Andrews. It's it's been incredible um, to to see Cam um, win the way he did and and do it by shooting 64 in the final round. Um, What what an incredible day for, for Cam himself and for Australian golf in general. Now, have we figured out how many beers do fit into the claret jug? We have, we have, we have. I did see two get poured in earlier tonight. So, um, <laughs> yes, it, uh, I can I can confirm that two full beers uh, fit into the claret. Are, are they those tall cans they have in the UK, or are they bottles? Or no, what are we talking? they. they they were the three thirty mil cans, I think. So <laughs> let's just say it's six sixty mil, roughly. <laughs> Outstanding. Now, have you have you had a chance 
to, to, to congratulate Cam and, and what has he said? Yeah, very briefly, um, it was great. All the Australian players or a lot of the Australian players hung back um, once Cam had finished all his media commitments, which, you know, can take nearly two hours and all the Australian players, uh, Australian officials and everyone hung back and, and he came in with the claret jug um, and, yeah, it was it was fantastic to, to see him and say congratulations and he's a very excited boy right now. Oh, and why wouldn't you be? And why wouldn't he be? Nick, you've you've spent the last few days with him, watching him going through the motion. I mean, obviously, after moving day round three, it was like, oh, boy, maybe this chance is gone for another year. Yeah, it was. Um, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't a little bit disappointing yesterday. He had a tough day with the putter, obviously, after putting so well on, on Friday and playing so well. Um, nothing went his way, really, yesterday. Um, four shots back of two players, including, you know, Rory, someone that's basically a generational player, you know, one of the great players of the last 20 years. Uh, it's a big task to overturn that. So um, I'd be lying if I said I was confident going into today. But, um, yeah, the roundy shot today and, and the putts he hold and, and making those five birdies in a row on the back nine, um, just incredible. It just makes the legend grow even greater. Nick Dasty is my guest this morning, the PGA Tournament Manager over in... St Andrews over in Scotland with Cam Smith. What what are the plans, Nick, for for tonight? Your time, the party. Uh, are we headed somewhere. What's the, what's the what's what's on the agenda? Yeah, so um, we've pretty much finished our commitments now, and um, we're just about to join Cam and some of his team in uh, the Old Course Hotel by the 17th hole. So um, wow. uh, things are well and truly underway in there. I feel, and uh, yeah, we're just about to head in there and spend a bit of time with him. Tell us a bit about Cam Smith. Tell us the stories that we don't know, we haven't seen, the hard work that he's put in to get to this spot. Oh, a huge amount of work over the, over the years, but um, he's a guy that's, um, you know, he's a hard worker. He's very easygoing, laid back, but one thing that people don't see is the determination I think that he has. You know, they see the laid back, casual um, way that he presents, but um, but he's a fighter, um, and, and that showed today. Uh, he's worked awfully hard to get here. Uh, a lot of people have put plenty of time and uh, and help into assisting him to get here. And, um, you know, Grant Field, his coach, PGA professional, um, what a job he's done with him. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's a fantastic guy, fantastic ambassador for, for Australian golf, and um, we're very lucky to have him. Well, he's a Queenslander too, so that underdog fighting spirit, that's where that comes from. Yeah, I've got it on fairly good authority that he may have um, made sure that he, he was watching, watching on Wednesday and his practice may have been around that. But um, I can't <laughs> confirm that 100%. But um, I know that he uh, was keeping a close eye on the result. Yeah, that's outstanding. Now, Nick, what, what, what do you think this will do going forward for the, the sport of golf? We, we saw a major pickup when Adam won the Masters and now Cam Smith has won the Open at St Andrews on the 150th. What, what, what do you think this does for the sport in Australia? I oh, hope it's huge for the sport. I mean, we've had a, a great pickup, obviously, in the last couple of years with COVID due to, due to the, the nature of golf, and, and that's been fantastic. But, but we really need to keep um, pushing on with that, uh, that pickup and having someone like Cam win an, win an Open, and like you said, the 150th, and um, I'm sure it's been mentioned, but a, an Australian won the 100th here at St Andrews too in, in Cal Nagel. So, um, yeah, let, let's hope it's a, a magical moment in, in golf for Australia and um, it inspires plenty of young 
young boys and girls to take up the game and, and push hard for their dreams. And Nick, what about the mullet? Do you think that's going to inspire another generation? I mean, we're seeing too many of them as it is, but are we are we fighting a losing battle there? Do you think? <laughs> <This is good>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's probably not probably not my style, but um, you know he's, he's got it. He's had it for a couple of years now, and um, it's become a real thing. Uh, it, you, there's people getting around with t-shirts with Cam Smith's face on his head with the mullet. So um, I don't know that it'll go. I did hear earlier today that he had made comment about winning that it might go or at least be trimmed but uh, we'll wait and see. Oh, that'll be like trimming Samson's mane. Let's let him go and just let it grow uh, grow and run wild. Nick, appreciate your time. Get, go and keep those celebrations rocking there at the old course St Andrews and have a beer or seven for us with Cam. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's sure to be a big night ahead for the guys. Nick Dasty, outstanding stuff. Enjoy that party. He is the PGA Tournament Director here in Australia. Following Cam around at St Andrews and very jealous being part of that party. Now, he's got a fairly good golfing story to tell. So does Cam Smith. But what's your best golfing story? Maybe it's someone you've played with. Maybe it's the hole-in-one like we've been hearing earlier today. The hole-in-one at Yorkie's Knob. That's not a... It's not code for anything. That's actually what happened from from Tony who phoned in. What's yours? 13 13 55 It's coming up to 20 to 11 here on SENQ, your new home of sport here in Queensland. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport. 693 SENQ. If you were Chris Fagan, what changes would you make this weekend? The big guns are coming back. Daniel Rich, Dane Zorko, Jared Berry, because the Lions had a big win over the weekend against the Giants. One of their best is on the line now, Nakaya Cockatoo. Uh, it must have been a good feeling, mate, heading into work on a Monday after a win like that. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a very, um, yeah, very good win from the boys. And yeah, it was. Uh, Played a bit of a different role as well, so I uh, was good get, getting through that role in, in the game as well. Well, mate, that's what I wanted to touch on because the versatility of this team, of this squad, that that's going to be the key, and it always has been the key. You, you're normally playing up front or maybe a little bit in the middle, but you were you were swung down the back to shore up the defence. Yeah, I think um, I think when I first got here, we were trying we were trying something like that early on, and um. Just thought, obviously, because I was getting back in the footy and the swing of things, <laughs> kind of didn't work out. But um, yeah, finally seeing the ball a bit better now, and um, felt like I yeah did all right down there. <laughs> Could you be putting your hand up for a permanent move? Um, I was, I was, yeah. I was just got to keep playing my role. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, as, as you said, though, like I'm, I'm happy to literally play anywhere. I can sort of um, play mid forward and then back. So um, yeah, I really enjoyed it though. It was really good. Mate, it was a much-needed win, wasn't it, in terms of your season going forward and, and flying into the finals? Uh, yeah, I agree. Especially, you know, obviously it's our best footy against Essendon and um, sort of that game was very important for us and we just hope we can take that on to the next five, six weeks now. You had a pretty good seat in the house too. I mean, yourself, 15 disposals, but there was one bloke who was brought in for the first time this year that, well, he, he's a fan favourite. He, he's a he's also a favourite within the team, the beast 
Reese Matheson. He was just oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he oh, just felt like that black was everywhere on the weekend, and um, yeah, just just shows like he can he can play. So um, you know, he's backing up those positives and getting none. I think he had I think he had like seventy three kicks or something. I think the most out of anybody on the on the day. So. Um, knows how, knows how to um, get a few of those as well. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he he just he's a ball magnet, isn't he? Because I think you had forty nine clearances, so you smashed them in clearances. For but ten of them were, were, were from race. I mean, he, he's he's had twenty percent of the clearances. It's out. It was outstanding stuff. Now, what is he like away from the field? Because he is a player that every other team loves to hate, but you blokes can't get enough of him. I think, um, yeah, he's just a competitor. Like, even around the footy club, like, um, good fella. Just, just loves to compete, and and just you saw it on the weekend. He just like he can win the footy, get it, get it going forward. Especially in the beer fella this year, just playing with him as well in the midfield. Um, just finds a way just to get around and support the boys. Um, so that's why we love him. And then we call him the bro- we, don't, we don't call him the barometer for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> the barometer, the team barometer, exactly. <laughs> well, speaking to Nakai yeah. Cockatoo from the Brisbane Lions, they've had a well, they've had a recharging win over the weekend. Forty points against GWS was comprehensive. Nakai, would you say it's it's probably the most complete win of the season? Um, yeah, I reckon it's definitely one of our, our better performances, but um. Yeah, obviously, just it's just coming off last week. We just really needed to buckle down and, and get that win against GWS to, to really set us up for the back end of the season. Um, so I hope yeah, we just want to take this performance on to the next you know five six games and yeah, just really put our heads down now and just go to work. There's going to be some unlucky teammates uh, this week because the Cavalry's expected to come back. Dane Zorko, Daniel Rich, Jared Berry. Mm-hmm. I mean, who goes out? Who stays in? Who'd want to be a coach, right? Um, well, that's one of the things Fake said. It was just going to be a very hard, very hard week for them to sort of pick a team. And um, yeah, I guess no one's, no one's, um, at, at, no one's, everyone's <laughs> got a chance. It, that's what it feels like. So you just don't know at the moment. Yeah. What do you say? You say, coach, I, I can play anywhere. I've just, you've just shown, I've just shown I can play <laughs> down the back as well. Oh, uh, I've just got to, yep. Yeah, it's just all. It's all about preparation uh, throughout the week and and game day just sort of yeah just just um you know came into place and uh, I did play a little bit of um, back back line and junior footy so I guess that may have helped I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago to go that was a long time it was, ago it was yeah it was a very long time ago now but um yeah I just felt like it was really nice it felt like there was a bit more freedom just to move and stuff like that. I know it's similar to sort of Kitty Coleman. Um, you know, he's playing some good footy as well. So um, even just sort of learn, learn it from that young young fella, um, the way he moves and the way he plays. Yeah. Hey, Nikai, you, you're also one of the success stories too of the Brisbane Lions. Um, they've had so much success at getting players who, who, who've had a lot of injuries and have come back to, to, to blow the competition away. We've seen it with Link McCarthy, Joe Danaher, yourself. What is it? Is it something in the water up here? Is it the, is it the lifestyle? Is it the heat? Is it the sunshine? Is it spending a time, a lot of time over at Stratty? Um, no, I always just say it's the heat. <laughs> <laughs> the thing keeps the, keeps the joints uh, a bit more mobile than than the cold. But um, yeah, I, I guess 
Um, yeah, different different um, change of scenery too, and um, obviously, you know, in the back of my, the uh, my last probably four four five years where just uh, had niggles here and there and I had the, the knee and stuff and and then obviously being being close to the family as well it's just been really good for me um, around Queensland um, so really um, connecting with them a bit more and, and a bit more with my culture as well has, has helped me a lot. Um, yeah, I think that that's why I sort of felt like uh, the body has just sort of um, been a lot better than the previous years. E- even last year as well, like I'm finding some more run and and the body's feeling really good. Well, I mentioned Stratty. That's where your uncle Shay Cockatoo Collins is, is. Is that's where he resides now? I mean, it's a good part of the world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, like we went there, I think, most weekends in, in the in the preseason last year, and um. Just really, oh, the year, year before, sorry, and, and really enjoyed just just getting over and just just seeing a little bit of a different, um, I guess, part of, of Queensland because I've never really been this way before and explored too much. And I've got so much to explore, especially up north with all my family up there as well. Nice. Hey, mate, it doesn't get any easier, does it? You've got the Suns who were, well, until yesterday, they were they were flying pretty high. Then you've got Richmond. Uh, Carlton uh, and a big one against Melbourne to finish it off. But talk about the Suns and the Q clash this Saturday at the Gabba. Yeah, look, the Suns are going. They've got playing some really good footy. Um, there's no doubt they're going to come out this week off, off the obviously losing losing yesterday. And um, yeah, so hopefully uh, we we also get the job done there. But um, yeah, they're, they're the ones that they're probably keeping on, on keeping us on our toes as well because we've got to come out and, and play our best footy against them um, but yeah looking forward to the next you know, four or five weeks um, especially against Melbourne as well so we just yeah need to buckle down and get to work well the destiny's all in your hands mate and so it is this week too so get in uh, to Fags's ear he might need the car washed or the lawn mown or something like that to uh, keep that <laughs> to, uh, to make sure that you're in the 22 going forward good stuff uh, thank you I really appreciate it thanks Good stuff indeed. The guy Cockatoo, does he stay in the team? Reese the Beast Matheson, he stays in the team, doesn't he, for the Brisbane Lions? 13-13-55-04-67-736-736. This is SENQ, Queensland's new home of sport. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13-13-55 or text 0467-736-736. Queensland's new home of sport. 693 SENQ. Yeah, news coming up in about 90 seconds, 11 o'clock, and what we're hitting 22 degrees. Wow, it's a bit like summer in England over there. Speaking of that, the party that Cameron Smith is having right now in St Andrews, can it be topped? Wow. 13, 13, 55. Your greatest golfing story. It's also the number you'll need to put your money where your mouth is. You think you know your sport? You reckon you can beat our quiz? Answer 10 questions straight and you'll get $693. It is Queensland's biggest sports quiz. After the news, Australia's Minister of Defence, Queensland's Minister of Defence, Trevor Gilmeister, the axe is here. After the origin last week, who's got a ticket on the plane to the World Cup for later this year. Gilly, we'll ask him. We'll find out. Mal's right-hand man next.
Now on 693 SENQ, Queensland's new home of sport. It's Mornings with Ben Davis. Thanks for your company this Mullet Monday. That's right, Cameron <laughs> Smith winning the Open. <laughs> you like that one, Gilly, do you? Oh, that's, that's, yeah. Mullet did, Monday, exactly. That, did you just start that? No, well, I started it at 9 o'clock, so okay. <laughs> been, thanks for listening. Uh, look, before, <laughs> mid, before midday today... $693 is on the table. If you know your sporting trivia, if you think your sports knowledge is better than mine, $693 could be coming your way. All you have to do is answer 10 questions straight. We'll be doing that, I reckon, in about half an hour's time. 13, 13, 55 is the number you need. In fact, if you want to ask Trevor Gilmeister, Queensland's Minister of Defence, Australia's Minister of Defence, thank you very much. Any questions on rugby league or perhaps even golf because he's got a story to tell you, 13 13 55 736 Gilly, you're high-fiving as much as Cameron Smith because you backed him. Oh, yeah, I had a couple of bucks on uh, Smithy. Yeah, mm. it was good. What was but, he paying? Uh, uh, $24 I got him at. No. Very happy. Oh, you know, good. Just a lazy, you know, fiver on, you know. Yeah. Might have been a bit more than that, but Might it was. Have been just yeah. a bit more. Yeah, yeah. no, no, it was, yeah, yeah really good. And because his third round, he had no luck at all no. in the third round. He hit every bunker and, you know, he's on the lip, lip of the bunker and, you know, there plenty of times. And because we know he's got a, such a sensational short game and uh, that's what you need around there. And, uh, mate, he, he's had an outstanding fourth round. So uh, congratulations to him. Yeah, I know the reports are saying the fifth Australian to win the British Open, yeah. but, but technically he's actually the sixth if you throw in Kari. Kari Webb winning at Turnberry oh, yes, in exactly 2002. Right. Yeah. So Cameron Smith. Some and, big names there, Kel yeah. Nagel. And, exactly. Yeah. And let's have a look through the Queenslanders because yeah. we are at Queensland's home yep. sport. We're IBF. We've got Norman. We've got Kari Webb and Cam Smith now. So uh, Queenslanders just dominating. Oh, exactly. <laughs> the, the 150th championship. And, $3.7 million Australian, the prize. That's almost oh, how much you won days. on him. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Eh? Gilly, let's yeah. talk rugby league. It's kind yeah. of what you're here for. <laughs> we could talk golf <laughs> all day. But State of Origin, we, we, we spoke on State of Origin Day and then yeah. we and then what unfolded over the next few hours was one of the greatest origins we've, we've ever seen. But in your eyes, not the greatest. Uh, you get asked these questions all the time and it's great debate. Uh, but uh, for me, you know, obviously the first game, um, is still the best because if Queensland didn't win, probably New South Wales go, oh, that's not, you know, we knew we were going to beat you and see you later and the origin would have probably fizzled out. Mm. If Arthur didn't go out there and did what he did, um, you know, and that it's still etched in my head, you know, that, vis- uh, that vision of him with uh, all the resin on his chest and, and things like that, like it, you know, like it happened yesterday and, uh, yeah, if, if it wasn't for Arthur, you know, it wasn't for Arthur, uh, probably wouldn't be there. But, I mean, there have been so many great uh, victories over the years and obviously this has got to be up there. If you do want the picture painted and burnt into your mind, your images of Origin 1980, head to our podcast from the show last Wednesday. Mm. Chris Choppy Close, his description of Game 1 1980 and what Arthur said yep. before. I'm surprised actually we're still on air because of some of the <laughs> things that Choppy was I saying. Caught but... up with, I caught up with Choppy <laughs> Wednesday night yeah. and the Fogs the fogs uh, had a bit of a function on there, so I caught up with Choppy and, uh, yeah, he was... He let it all out there that night. Oh, he let it all out here with us too. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, wherever you find your podcast, be it iTunes or Spotify, look up SENQLD and you'll be able to download that. Anything from the show you've missed as well. All right, Gilly, let's get down to the tin tacks of it. 
uh, origin jerseys lead to Australian jerseys. After Origin 3, who was on the flight to the World Cup with you and Mal for later this year? Who put their hand up? Who's in your well, team? Well, I mean, a lot, lot of water go under the bridge before that happened, you know, before we picked the team. And uh, But obviously, um, if you're going – see, years ago when we played, we'd play a test series against New Zealand too, straight after the origin. So there was an Australian side picked straight away. And, and after what happened the Wednesday night – It'd have to be three quarters of the Queensland team, wouldn't it? You'd have to think really? so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let, let, let's start. Let's start with the person who touches the ball the most. The dummy half, the hooker. Yeah. Is Ben Hunt hooker for Australia at the moment? Yeah, for sure. I, and, and I and um, I, I love Benny because I reckon he's he's a kind of a foil because he's he's so good at uh, like halfback in uh, club competition. Mm. He's really good, but he's a he's a, he's a gun dummy half in Origin because uh, the game's faster. Right, so when he can, I think when Benny has got too much time to think, he can make him blue here or there. That's and that's being honest. And I think when Origin's so fast, he can just plays eyes up football. I mean, he's he's much better. I love the fact too when he does switch back to lock and yeah, Harry yeah, Grant yeah. comes on. Oh, then, exactly. Then all yeah. of a sudden you've got three ball players yeah. on the park at yeah. the same time. So the opposition are looking up, going, and oh, he's compl- going to DC. And he's oh, a completely to different style, so, isn't he? Yeah, completely different style. You know, like and Benny's got a good little king game. Well, Harry did set up a try uh, for Capewell as well. You know, so it was great. All right, Ben Hunt Hooker. <laughs> okay, just writing that down. Um, Munster's your number six. That 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 that's. That that's a given, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Brilliant. Um, let's get a bit contentious. Number here. seven. Yeah. Number yeah, seven. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, I I still think Cleary's the best seven in the game. Well, he well, he's been the Dally M halfback for the last couple of years, hasn't yeah. he? You know what I mean? So, it, it's going to come down to how far they go into the competition as well. Um, and Manly are playing good football, but I reckon. Uh, like Penrith are still the, the team to beat in the competition. They've got the depth. They proved that on the weekend. They can leave half their origin side out and and still win. So um, they'll go deep into the finals, uh, Penrith. So, um, yeah, and and, that, and not having lead-up games this time, too, will be, play a big part because years ago we used to, you know, as we said a while ago, that um, we'd go to uh, PNG or, you know, uh, Fiji or somewhere, and, and have some lead-up games. So there's no lead-up games this year. So uh, whoever goes deep into the finals, they'll have a fair saying or fair chunk of their team in, in the Australian side. Trevor Gilmeister, my guest, as he is every Monday morning at this time on Queensland's new home of Sport SENQ, 693 AM. Uh, as far as the Australian setup is concerned, he is Mal's right-hand man, assistant coach of Australia, the Kangaroos, a World Cup later this year. We've got our hooker sorter, Ben Hunt, Munster at six, Cleary at seven. Uh, no pressure, Gilly. Who's your number one? Who's your fullback? Oh, it's James Tedesco, I think. You know, I say... Did you see him on the weekend as well? He was the best player on the field as well. So um, he's been playing so so good. Uh, Carlin Ponga is going to be in the in the squad. This is a twenty five man squad, mm. so he'll be in the twenty five man squad. Can, can can you play Ponga off the bench? Is he in your best seventeen? Possibly, because remember he did. Um, he's one of his, uh, one of his very first Origin game. Might have been his first one. He come on on the back row. That's right. You know what I mean, okay, as well. Yeah. So I'd, I, I would prefer to see him out wider, you know what I mean, and, and catching the ball. But he's a he's big enough body to, to be able to play in the back row if need be. 
13, 13, 55. If you've got your selectors hat on, who do you pick? Who do you have in your top 17? Even the starting lineup would love to hear from you. Do you agree with Gilly Tedesco? Is he your number one or does Carlin Pong? Can, can, I'll put it to you, Gilly. I don't know if Carlin Ponga can be on the bench because if you have a look at what you carry, he'd have to be your 14 yeah. if you were going to play him in that mm. spot. It's almost like the Jack Whiten issue with the yeah. Blues. Yeah, like he's such a good player, but where does he fit? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know, I know. Or, or is he too good but not it, to be it, there? It's a great headache to have, you know, for Mel mm. um, when we go over there because hopefully, um, you know, we go deep in the into the finals and, and you know, and, and win it. But, I mean, um, he might want to, uh, tinker with the side a little bit as well. Mm. Um, so, and Kalen, he can play anywhere. He can play in the halves as well. So I mean, but yeah, you're right though. Uh, like a, like a Jack Whiten, uh, even Benny Hunt. Benny Hunt's uh, been a 14 for for Australia a couple of times as well, and done a really good job there as well. So, and we've already got him at nine. We've, yeah, we've, I know, we've I know. But there. I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I know. Um, but. You know, I mean, it's 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 a good headache because we, yeah. we, you know, the versatility of some of these blokes uh, is fantastic. One mistake, and they made a few, I think, in the selection table. The Blues made was not having the sheer and utter pace of Josh Adokar. Well, yeah, does I, he does he tour? Just I'm, just just well, for the just for the sheer fact for, that you can't coach speed. Yeah, I know. For me, at the moment, no. Okay, um, but. Anything can happen, you know, as the season progresses. Well, the Bulldogs aren't going to be playing in September. Look, look at Pappenhausen, mate. He would have been, he would have been probably in that squad or yeah. on the fringe of that squad. So he's gone for the rest of the year now. You know, with that, you know, and and I know this is a huge call, Benny, but I think that might be uh, the storm done. I know that's a big call, but um, and uh, possibility now of, of um, they've got a, they've had a few injuries. I know he's still got Munster, Jerome Hughes. Um, so anyway, I, I think that could be the storm. Uh, they'll still make the finals, but I, I don't think they'll. I don't think there'll be a contender there now. Right. Well, speaking of Melbourne, it was the first time that they had actually had their number one spine together. I think for the best part of, of two months, yeah. and then bang, that mm. happens. Ryan Pappenhausen has gone down with a fractured kneecap. Imagine how oh. much that would hurt—a fractured kneecap. Uh, the coach, Craig Bellamy, I think the inference from this line of questioning was this the end of Melbourne's season and, and, and how Paps is and how important he is to the team. Here's Craig Bellamy. No, he's thousands. He's got a broken kneecap. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he won't be back. I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't imagine. So, um, yeah, just, I don't know, just seems to keep happening, these, these injuries. The reason I played that one, Gillian, I yep. reckon you're spot on the money. That there from Craig Bellamy is he's deflated, he's defeated. Yeah. It's yeah. almost uh, not cue in the rack. I know that's not in his DNA, but you could just tell whoa, this season. Well, it's, yeah, on. they've had a have had a few, haven't they? But when you got, as you said, Jerome Hughes and Cam Munster still there, Harry Grant, uh, the Brandon Smith, you know what I mean, and and the Jesse Bro, uh, the the Bromwich brothers, sorry, Jesse and Kenny Bromwich as well. So and a big Nelson there, still a fair side. There's a few internationals still in that side, but. I can't see them winning the comp now. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they're gone. All right. Corey Parker was in a little earlier to do the Monday means test, and he'll be along every week from here on in. I asked him straight away, round 18, go. Who plays Penrith in the grand final? He said Parramatta. And he actually said, he goes, I nominated them early, and you go back and have a look. Mm. Parramatta are the only ones who have beaten Penrith at Penrith. They've also beaten Melbourne in Melbourne. And they have that formula that I keep talking about yeah. of having an international front rower 
and at least three or four, three of the four of your spine are rep players. And Parramatta ticked those, those yeah, I, boxes. I, I, I won't say Parramatta can't because, but they're just a Jekyll and Hyde. Aren't you know, they? Aren't they, like, they struggled against the, the, the lower sides. They beat Penrith, you know what I mean, mm. obviously this year. Um, yeah, they're, they're, a, they're a real, uh, like, stab yourself in the chest type team. You know what I mean? Like, they're the best side in the park. Honestly, the best side in the competition one week, or actually for 20 minutes, they are the best side in the competition. And then the, they're the worst side in the comp <laughs> uh, for another 20 minutes. Fair dinkum. Who'd be a coach? That's Who'd be a Parramatta this, fan? Oh, fair dinkum. They're... I All right, so you, it, you, you you can't run into Parramatta being in the grand final. Who 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 well, plays Penrith in the grand final? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm um, I'm still thinking the Roosters might be a chance. I know. They've got to yeah, make the eight. I know. I know. I know. If they get into the eight, um, you know, and slide through there, I, I don't. Know, yeah, I, I still th- as I said, Penrith, um, Parramatta. Yeah, I've got no dramas with them. Um, South. Souths are, um, you know, Latrell Mitchell. How good is he? They're just a different team when he's Luttrell. on the park. It's, mm. it's amazing. You know, um, I, yeah, I can't see them winning it, but I mean. Interesting take here from both you and Corey, and this is probably my heart more than mm. my head, but no one's mentioned Cowboys. the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to say the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, you've really said the top eight. Yeah, I, just, I was going to wear my Cowboy hat in, but, you know. But, uh, but yeah, obviously the thing is now – um, and I know when we were at the Broncos, we went through it all, right? Because they've had a lot of players in the Origin, you know, squad or yeah. in, not even played, but in in there in the squad. Uh, but and that takes a lot out of you mentally, like physically, you can get by because they're, they're so smart now. They rest them and recovery, you know, is so much better nowadays than in the old days. And then um, they can they can uh, um, do all that, but mentally. They got, you know, it would have taken a fair bit out of those blokes. And, you know, I mean, how good was the two Toms? You know, Tom Gilbert, his first origin, yeah, you know, Tommy Dean, like mm. fantastic, fantastic, you know, and um, I love that. Gilly, we are going to go to one team at Country Club very shortly to see how the party's going mm. there after Cameron Smith's win. And probably you'll join them and put some money on the bar after <laughs> you backing him at $24. But you just touched on something about the backing up from origin. And we saw Penrith rest all their stars. Yeah, yeah, Kevy's yeah. given yeah, his yeah. Yep. mob off um, for the week. And Cowboys, in your day, backing up, yep. it, it wasn't a, I mean, it, it wasn't even a, a thing that was spoken about. It was just no. you had to. Well, or it was required. Well, if you remember in the eighties, it was a Tuesday night. Origin was a Tuesday night. Oh yeah, and um, the panic. Remember the Panasonic Cup. A lot of the old blokes. Are, the oh, the midweek, mid, the midweek cup, mid, yeah. midweek competition, which which is a knockout comp, and it was four quarters. Remember, and I I played the, my first Origin up here at Lang Park. Uh, we got beaten on the bell. We won the next two, luckily. But nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. So I go back to the Roosters Wednesday, and we're still in the Panasonic Cup, and. Um, uh, one of the managers picked me up from the airport and said, oh, Arthur said, um, you're right to play tonight. And I said, I've got a bit of a hangover, but I'll, I'll, I should be right. <laughs> the day yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. and I, it's, a, it's a long story, but I remember the, that night uh, we got beaten on the bell and Wally said to all the players, stay in the – we had the sponsors function and we stayed all together and Wally said – and I, I was got up I got up to leave and he said, where are you going? And I said um, – I got to play tomorrow night, and he said I don't really give a you know what. Mm. So st- stay stay here, have a couple of beers with the boys, and and um, we'll, we'll have a bit of a yarn. You know when the king says, "Oh yeah, mate, whatever whatever you want me to do." 
And uh, so I sat down and had a few beers and had a couple more. And, you know, every time I went to the toilet, he'd send Greg Dowling with me to make sure I didn't go home. <laughs> then go back to, yeah, anyway. So, so this is Tuesday night. It was Tuesday night, yeah, yeah. So you I went back, play, to, back yeah. to, yeah, went back to the Sydney um, uh, about lunchtime and the, the manager picked me up. And I remember going to the uh, to, back to home. I had a bit of a camp and uh, got ready. And, and Arthur rang. He said, "Mate, uh, you're right to play." I said, "Well, I wasn't going to say no because you know he, you know, Arthur. yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I wasn't going to." And um, I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm right." He said, "Yeah, good. Just play." He said, "Just play the first two quarters for me." And I said, "Yeah, no worries." And uh, anyway, four quarters later, I was still out there. <laughs> and uh, and I remember and then I had to go labouring on Thursday and Friday. To, to your day job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Labouring on the building site with a uh, few of us, myself, Mick McLean, Dave Tuella, Brad Tessman. We used to run yeah. steel cables, the stretching cables on the building site. So we did that. I did that Thursday and Friday. It was that sore. Anyway, but it was the best thing for me because it got all the soreness out of me, you know. Anyway, um, and then the Saturday we had to play North Sydney at North Sydney Oval. And I, we trained Friday, uh, Friday afternoon because everyone worked, Friday <laughs> night. And Arthur said to me... Um, you're right to play tomorrow. I said, well, yeah, I'm fine. And uh, <laughs> you're he said, you sure? No. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to say nothing, you know, no to Arthur. And uh, he said, just play the first half for me. <laughs> I said, I've heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so we played North Sydney at North Sydney Oval. And, you know, 80 minutes later, um, <laughs> I come off and he said, you were going too good. And I said, oh, yeah, thank you. Don't rap me. Anyway, and then. Uh, we went back to the Leagues Club, East Leagues Club, and we used to – the Queensland boys used to always get together and we'd have a couple of beers together and have a bit of a yarn. And, and I, was, I had two beers there. And I still remember um, saying, boys, I'm done. I'm going. And they all said, yeah, no worries. You've had a busy week. <laughs> I said, yeah, no worries. I've gone. I went home. I remember went up the Charing Cross. I picked up this big family-sized pizza I used to get off the off the people up there. and the, They're lovely people. And um, – I had this family-sized pizza. I remember I ate all of it, and um, <laughs> I was going to say some of it, but I said I'm lying. I said all of it, and uh, I remember laying laying down on the bed, and I looked in the, looking at the clock, and it was nine thirty, and I didn't wake up till two thirty the next day. Oh, and, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, a and I gift. and the and the and the pizza box was still sitting on my chest, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I went down actually, and I, and I went down to Bronny Beach. I had a swim. Fell a million dollars, come back and started all, you know, next week. I wonder yeah. what the sports science people would have been saying exactly about that. Right. Uh, yeah. Full game of Origin on Tuesday, backed up and played a full game Wednesday, worked on the building site Thursday, Friday, played yeah. against Saturday. Yeah. Struth, Trevor, see? <laughs> what about that? Get the sports science blokes to analyse that and see how they go. Trevor <laughs> Gilmeister, that is why he is the axe. That is why he's a legend. That's why he's Mal Meninga's right-hand man. We're coming up to 23 minutes past 11 on Mullet Monday. We're saluting Cameron Smith. Let's head to his home club. We'll do that uh, after this quick break here on SENQ, Queensland's new home of sport. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport, 693 SENQ. Yeah, 28 past 11 this Monday morning at Wantima Country Club out towards Eaton Hill. It is absolutely going off there. We're trying to get hold of Nick Togo, the pro. Uh, we'll be doing that before midday. In fact, also, Gilly, what we have to do before midday is Queensland's biggest sports quiz. We'll do that in just a moment. 
But uh, Murray has sent a text in on yep. the uh, on the text line. He said, Trevor, Parramatta beat the Panthers by mauling them, much like Queensland did to a Panther-dominated New South Wales team. Is that the formula for beating Penrith? Murray's a genius. Yeah? Um, yeah, no, he's 100% on the money. And uh, you could see that in the origin. Crichton, a few of them got found wanting. And, and I still remember Wally Lewis saying this to me. Um, years and years ago, he used to say, every player gets frustrated when you get in their face. So I need you to do this to these <laughs> blokes. And, and, and anyway, and, and he was 100% right. The best I've been lucky enough to play with and against some of the best players ever played the game. And everyone, every one of them got frustrated when someone got in their face. It makes a big point, doesn't it? Yeah. Get up in their face, and uh, that could be the answer to beating Penrith. Murray, thank you. Uh, 13 13 55 is the number to call. You can text us on 0467-736-736. Gilly, how's your sports trivia? How's your general sports knowledge? Are you pretty good? Yeah, uh, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I, I did the uh, chase. You know, I'm pretty good at the chase. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I'm not all gen- sport. No, though. I know, I know. I'm, you know I'm, You're a genius I'm when a, you're sitting at home watching yeah, it, Yeah, right? exactly right. Yeah. I'm an all-rounder, Ben. All right. <laughs> not really. All right. Well, well, time to put your money where yep. your mouth is. If you can answer 10 questions straight, not you, Gilly, oh. not, you know, sadly, okay. no, because you can see the answers I'm holding here. <laughs> I can't if, you, see if you can answer 10 questions straight, $693 cash is coming your That's way. Right, For every answer you get right, you get $6.93. Yeah. But if you get all 10 right, 693 I'm going to give you the first question now. This is your ring-in question, your lead-in question. Saturday night, the Broncos and Titans, local derby. Where was it played? Know your sport? Need some cash? Call Ben Davis now on 13 13 55 and you could win $693 with Queensland's biggest sports quiz. This is Queensland's new home of sport, SENQ, 693 a.m. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport. 693 SENQ. This is Queensland's biggest sports quiz. Your chance to win $693. SENQ, 693 AM. Yeah, time to put your money where your mouth is. All thanks to BCF. You can gear up for your next adventure at BCF. Shop our range in store or online today. We have a full board of callers, but it was the first caller we needed, and that's where we head. Actually, down the M1. Graham, good morning to you. Good morning, Lance. How are you today? Uh, very well, and hopefully uh, a lot better because we can give you six hundred ninety-three dollars if you can answer ten questions. Pretty. Uh, Pretty uh, all in a row. Now, Graham, very quickly, um, who's your team? Who do you barrack for and what do you do? Uh, Broncos, uh, sales rep for a building company and probably the Lions as well. Good man. Anything Queensland. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant. All right. Graham from the Gold Coast, a Broncos fan, you should be able to answer this one. For $6.93, every answer you get right, you get $6.93 in the Skyrocket. But if you can answer 10 straight, you get 693 Broncos Titans, local derby, Saturday night. Where did they play? Uh, CMOS. Fantastic. $6.93 coming your way. All right. We've been talking about him all morning. What is the home golf club here in Brisbane of Cameron Smith? Uh, one teamer. 
Fantastic. $13.86 coming up. Actually, is that right? Have I done my maths right? $13. Anyway. Um, Someone's told you that. <laughs> See, Gilly's hanging around too because he wants to be part of this. He thinks he's in for the money. Question number three, Graham. Which former Queensland Reds coach is now in charge of the English rugby team? Eddie Jones. Yeah. Oh. There we go. Three down, seven to go. Now, they're increasingly going to get harder as we go along, just if you're picking this up. We're going to continue that Queensland theme. Who's the captain of the Queensland Bulls? Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's not Pearson. Um, Jesus. Come on, Graham. Queensland. Uh, Batter or Oh, I can't give you any, I can't give you any hints. Oh, I can, but better. he goes on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say Pearson. Oh, Graham! No, the captain, uh, Osman Kawaja. Oh, he's hardly ever there. No. <laughs> he's still the captain, though, point. of Queensland. That's a fair point. Yeah. yeah I, look, That's yeah, a fair I, point. Yeah, and look, Pearson's probably the captain when he's not there, but... Mm. Oh. Well, keep me on the bench. Keep <laughs> me on the bench. That's a fair, that's a fair point, you know. Graham, yeah. I, I want to keep going, but I can't. We've got to be a stickler for the but rules. No, no but that, that that's all right. Hey, but Graham, well done. What do we get up to? Uh, three questions. So seven dollars. No, twenty dollars nah. seventy nine. That's all right. Twenty dollars seventy nine jumps into the skyrocket, but also should have put oh, that on um, a Smithy. <laughs> would have made plenty. But but also. But also, not only that $20.79, don't blow it all at once, but a $100 BCF gift voucher is coming your way. You can gear up for your next adventure at BCF. You can shop our range in store online today. So, Graham, you'll never forget that, will you, who the Queensland Bulls captain is? Oh, that's great. And speaking of Gilly, too, so what could be better than that? Oh, you're easily pleased. You can buy some nice hooks with $20 down at BCF. Oh, yeah, but now you've got a $100 voucher. Oh, he's got a voucher as well. Yeah. I, I must have been listening. I must, <laughs> I must have phased out. <laughs> $20.79 cash and the $100 VCF voucher. Graham, good on you, mate. Ah, Thank you. Beautiful. Thanks for listening. It's Queensland's biggest sports quiz. Patton Heels will have it again tomorrow. I'll be back next Monday to do it with you. 693. That's right, on 693 AM, uh, SENQ, Queensland's home of sport. We'll be doing it for, well, we'll be doing it until I have to take the hat around and can't do it any longer. Graham, <laughs> thanks for being part of it. What's the time now? We're coming up to oh, 23 minutes to 11. I'm going to regroup, take a quick break, and we'll try and track down the party at one team at the home of Cameron Smith, the country club out at Eaton's Hill. Don't you think that won't be going off oh, this Mullet Monday? Good. I might travel out there. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport, 693 SENQ. Yeah, 27 and a half away from midday. Creeping up to 23 degrees too. How good is that here on Mullet Monday in the greatest city and the greatest state and the greatest country in the world. And it's just been pronounced even bigger by Cameron Smith. He has produced the round of his life, just the... Fifth ever Australian to win the Open Championship, and he has done it at the home of golf too. What about this? Eight under par. It was the lowest final round ever 
to win the Open at St Andrews. It also eclipsed Tiger's record of 19 under, and that was set back in 2000, so 22 years ago. He's in some good company after winning the TPC, the Players' Championship, the unofficial fifth major earlier this year. Well, there's only one other person on the planet that's done that, the Open and the TPC in the same year, Jack Nicklaus. Tiger has held both trophies at the same time, but Tiger won the Open and then went on to win the TPC the next year, but still had the trophy. So what about that? Cameron Smith in rarefied air alongside Tiger and Jack. What about the party that's at St Andrews? What about the party that's at Wantima Country Club out near Eaton's Hill? And the head professional there is Nick Tonga. He's on the line. Nick, good morning to you. And what a great morning it is. Yeah, top of the morning to you, Ben. Thanks for having us, mate. <laughs> no, thanks for picking up the phone because I can imagine the party would be uh, just starting to really ramp up there now. Mate, it's been an early morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had 120 vets out at playing this morning, so um, it seems uh, like the place has never been so busy. Well, that's good, isn't it? I mean, we, we saw the surge in, in golf when Adam won the Masters in 2015. What what do you think this will do for, well, not only for your place, but, but the sport around Australia? Yeah, I guess, first of all, I think it really cements how um, amazing this little, this little area of the uh, the world is here. We seem to produce, you know, champion after champion. And um, I guess, you know, everyone was in hope that Cameron would uh, would do well this week or we all thought he would eventually. And uh, But, you know, here it is. And I guess the, what the future holds for him, who knows? But, I mean, as for the, um, the game of golf, I mean, um, the funny thing is if COVID wasn't one of the things that really sort of... Um, you know, move the game along here in Australia. I think it's just going to be great for um, for young children as well in, in um, around the country. How many have you got there at the, at the moment or have been there through the morning? Because I know it was a bit early to actually open up the doors to watch it there, but it would have quickly gathered pace as the morning went on. Yeah, I mean... Um, there's, um, I've got to be honest. I'm actually on the uh, the driving range coaching at the moment, so um, there's plenty of people down here hitting balls. But, uh, um, but yeah, the club um, it's it's pretty full already. Um, so there's, there's there's people in the clubhouse at the bar. Um, you know, like I said, we've got 120 um, vets out playing on the golf course, so it's um, it's really really buzzing. Fantastic. Now, Nick Cameron still. He, he's got a big association with the club. He hasn't forgotten his roots, has he? No, not at all. I mean, unfortunately, he hasn't been back because of COVID for um, a little bit by the time I think the club sees him again. It won't be till the end of the year, and that'll be three years. So, mm. But um, Cameron has a, um, a junior event here that um, is probably one of the highlights on, on the junior calendar. It'll be a two-day two event um, at the end of this year. Um, and I know Cam will be back for that, and um, he'll, of course, be playing the Australian events, so it'll be, it'll be amazing to have him home. And Nick, I've just had Trevor Gilmeister in the studio with me talking rugby league, but also he loves his golf, and he backed Cameron at $24, thank you very much. But but he said as he was walking out of the studio, he said, I'm pretty sure that Smithy is, and Cameron pays for ju- junior fees, or does he does he have, is he, he puts his hand in his own pocket big time, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's that sort of, he's that sort of, um, I was just about to say kid, but he's that sort of um, person, Cam, you know. Um, he comes from an amazing family. Um, I've been lucky enough to know his dad for quite a long time, but, um, you know, he's, his um, sister's out playing during the week all the time, Mel, and, um, you know, they are a really beautiful family. Um, got a lot of cousins out here at the golf club as well. Um, you know, they're just a, 
they're a big name and the um, a big supporter of one team of golf club. It's, it's fantastic. Have you had a chance to send him a text, FaceTime, or and I know his phone would probably blow up now, but I mean, have you heard, have you heard back from him if, after dropping him a lot? Yeah, it seems like um, obviously um, Des has been out here all morning, yeah. and um, you know Des has uh, said he's he's, um, he's uh, from his first conversation with Cam, he was just too emotional to talk to him. So, yeah. um, um, so. Uh, so I don't know if there's been uh, if he's if he's <laughs> spoke to him again. He's he's been so busy, but um, um, yeah. But I imagine Cam's on a high. I'd like to know where he's celebrating. But um, yeah, I imagine a lot of the Aussie guys will be around him over there as well. And um, well, and last, though, last we heard, the, uh, last we heard, he was they were heading into the the clubhouse at the R and A to uh, to to kick on, and and they have found out that it takes two beers, the Claret Cup. Okay, that's awesome. Well, that gives you an idea of the boy he is. You know, you'll be, uh, I'm sure you'll be filling that up a little bit and sharing it around and uh, plenty of people will get their hands on it. So, um, and hopefully we look forward to, um, to, to seeing a piece of it back here. All right, Nick Tonga is my guest this morning uh, out at uh, One Team of Country Club. He's on the green, he, or he's on the range, sorry, taking coaching. He's the head professional out there. And he's uh, he's coaching as we speak, so I really appreciate your time. Nick, g- give us a Cameron Smith story that that we don't know. We know about the the, the kid who's who's just loves to play golf. We spoke to Des earlier in the show, and, and he said he'd play six days a week with him. But to give us a side of Cameron Smith that you've seen that, that, that the rest of the world is now falling in love with. Well, I've got a recent one that I heard of um, 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 only a few years ago. As we know, Cam's uh, been quite victorious at the Australian PGA event, and um, but um, yeah, a few years ago, one of the um, one of the Titleist reps was was telling me that um, he just went over to visit Cam before the, before the event and give him some gear, obviously, and. And um, he said, "What do you want to do?" He said, "Why don't we go down to the beach and play a bit of um, a bit of footy down there?" And they went down and played this 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 type of game with a couple of rubbish bins and a football. And he said it got pretty, it got pretty. Um, I don't know what you'd say violent. He said he couldn't believe it. This kid's teeing it up tomorrow in one of our biggest events in Australia, and he's running around tackling people and um, and uh, just being a typical, I guess you'd say, Australian. And you know, and I guess that sort of sums it up for Ken Smith. That is outstanding. I love that, and, and he loves his he loves his footy, doesn't he? He loves his Broncos. He, he loves the Maroons, and we've heard him we've heard him talk about being a Queenslander and and showing that that passion and how much he taps into what they the Origin boys do. Well, that's right. I mean, I think his um, his dad's the same. I mean, um, um, we've got a couple of the, the Broncos coming out and playing golf here. Um, one being the new captain, and he's sort of out here every week having a hit as well, which is kind of nice. So. Um, yeah, um, I, I know he's a big fan um, of the Bronx and, and obviously the state of origin. So it's, it's just a you know, typical Queenslander there, I guess. Outstanding stuff. Hey, Nick, we'll let you get back to it. A busy day ahead. You'll have to get some sleep somewhere along the line. But uh, you uh, you enjoy with uh, you enjoy the day there. Soak it all up and, and pass on all the knowledge to uh, who you've got on the range. Thanks very much, Ben. All the best to you. Cheers, mate. There we go. Nick Tonga, the head professional out at One Team at Country Club. So 2019, the last time that Cam was at home, I, I remember seeing him and speaking to him at that time. He, he, he played a round of golf. It was set up for our AFL coverage, Sevens AFL coverage, where he played with Dane Zorko, Daniel Rich, Luke Hodge, 
I think Lockie Neal might have been along for the ride as well, although that would probably tip him over a foursome. But I remember the very golf mad, very golf mad Dane Zorko just chewing Cameron Smith's ear along the way. That was back in 2019. So I know Dane will be on tomorrow with Pat and Heels from 6am. So that'll be a chat worth listening to as well. All right, let's have a look at the time here. Doesn't it fly when you're having fun? It's nine away from midday. Take a quick break and bring it all home here on Mullet Monday. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Call 13 13 55 or text 0467 736 736. Queensland's new home of sport, 693 SENQ. Yeah, three and a half away from midday, Jimmy Smith coming up after the lunchtime news on this Mullet Monday. That's right, Cameron Smith, we are celebrating the man himself taking out the Open at St Andrews. We do have some breaking news, Alyssa Smith. Good yes. morning to you again. Good morning to you, Ben. Some breaking news indeed, and it relates to an Aussie basketballer. Melbourne United star Jack White has signed a two-way contract at the Denver Nuggets after what he put out on the floor was a strong NBA Summer League performance. Now, he joined the Nuggets for the Summer League late due to playing with the Boomers, mm-hmm. the national team commitments. In game one, he managed eight points, 15 rebounds and three blocks. Game two, 14 points, five rebounds and two steals. And, you know, he's stepping up to that major league now, but he's already played. He played college basketball at Duke. He's played alongside NBA stars such as Zion Williamson, Jason Tatum, RJ Barrett. And you think about those kind of players, you know, mentally, he's got to be tough enough to be on, right on that about stage. That. Aussies dominating on the world stage. So That's good. what we love to see. I see the Brisbane Broncos have tweeted their congratulations to one of their biggest fans in Cameron Smith and even posted a photo of him from the third round yesterday where his backpack that yes. he was walking around St Andrews with and coming into the it was a Broncos team <laughs> kit backpack. So that's how much of a fan, wherever he goes around uh, the world, Cam Smith has got uh, Queensland, Brisbane close to his heart. He, he, now, Alyssa, uh, he, he, he's got really close ties to the club, yes, doesn't he? Yes, massively, massively, massive Broncos fan. A few weeks ago, he sent a video in to the Broncos uh, before one of their games as well and you know, just giving a message to them. So, you know, there's a big bond between there. He's a proud Queenslander, as we know, but a massive Brisbane Broncos fan. Doing what he does, standing over those putts at the clutch moments when the pressure's on, just cool, calm and collected. I guess any athlete, professional or even us weekend warriors can just take away from that temperament. And we did catch up with Dad Des at the beginning of the show. If you missed that, jump online to our podcast, either iTunes or Spotify, wherever you uh, download your podcast. Line up S-E-N-Q-L-D and be able to download anything you missed from the show. But get hold of Dad. Dad Des, uh, he spoke about the fact that Cam wanted him to go over for the <laughs> – championship and he said oh you know these long tours when you go overseas it's only for a short time and oh it's a lot of mucking around to get there dad what are you doing <laughs> it's like isla tomlanovich's dad who didn't book accommodation outstanding stuff look thank you for your company over the last three hours it has been absolutely outstanding a day we will not forget july 18 2022 Oh, Strew, July 18. Uh, happy birthday to my brother, Matthew. Sorry, mate. I've... <laughs> it's only taken me three hours. Oh, Strew. Jimmy Smith up next. Patton Heels tomorrow morning with $693 to give away in Queensland's biggest sports quiz. I'll see you tonight, tonight on the news, Channel 7. Wow, what have we got? Monday. Good luck, good hunting. Thanks for your company.
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.